We have a slamming edition of Tug Signals podcast. We That's have, right. We have some. We have championship. We have champions of the house. We have tonight, champions man. on the podcast tonight. And gentlemen, would you please introduce yourself? Sergeant to my left here. We have uh, Shotgun Dan Weber, Shotgun. Uh, UWE heavyweight champion, uh, one half of uh, tag team champion at BPW, uh, former WH heavyweight champion. Uh, the longest reigning WH heavyweight champion, the first ever black WH heavyweight champion, Hell yeah. the first ever youngest WH heavyweight champion, Woo. Shotgun Dan Weber. And I'm surprised you didn't put in last year's Oakland fans number one. Oh, oh, oh the I can't forget about that. I forgot. See, yeah, see. Well, there you go. Number one in Oklahoma? Number, number one in Oklahoma. Nice. nice. Whoa. Put it on Oklahoma fan number one in 2022. Hell yeah. Yeah. And yeah. of course, you got me, the Cajun sensation, the Mardi Gras man, man, the tower of power, too sweet to be sour, drinking daiquiris at 90 miles an hour, Eddie LeVon. One half of the current UWE Tag Team Champions, the current Living Hope Champion of WAH, and another member a wave the future with this man right here. Oh yeah, we're in a group uh, of faction. Hell a wave yeah. of the future uh, for UWE. Probably the youngest faction that's been formed in, in this state. But you know, arguably could be the best faction formed in this state. So, yeah, I love that spill you do. It's, it's so good. That is so awesome. I love the spill, man. So awesome. But yeah, spill. man. We gonna keep it funky like a monkey in here, just like old Dusty used to say. We just yeah, gonna yeah. roll right yeah. off, man. <laughs> baby doll, baby doll. Big shout out to Chance out there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right. um, so UWE. Now I'm hearing a lot of UWE talk. Where, when, and where is that located at? So UWE is based out of Tahlequah, Oklahoma. It stands for United Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, it's headed up by the man called Fuel. He's a uh, he's been in there since what, 01, 02? He's been in this business, him and his brother's been in this business for a long time, uh, him and Anarchy. Uh, uh, great guys, you know, great promoters. They've been doing this thing for a very long time. Uh, great promotion, you know, great fan base. Uh, I enjoy, I, you know, enjoy coming to the, the, uh, the city of Tahlequah, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a good vibe out there. Well, it's not for nothing. They put on one of the best shows for the Special Olympics kids down there as well. Nice. You go down to that event, that entire front row is just lined up with Special Olympics athletes and everything. Hell yeah. We want to make sure that we give back to that community and everything. Like, we might not be the nicest guys down there, but come on. We're, you ain't going to mess with a Special Olympics kid. Right. <laughs> we're very we're very hated, but, you know, we, we love, you know, uh, seeing those kids out there. That's know, awesome. So, yeah, it's, it's a good vibe. That's really cool. Hell yeah. Well... We maybe hate it and everything, but I, me and Tony get the most amount of hate because we just big, loud, our sensatious, and bodacious, baby. Like. <laughs> apparently, apparently, the fans don't like to see that. You know, you know, I, you know what I think? I think it's jealousy. You know, you know, they see young guys like us. You know, you know, striving. You know, looking good, wearing the hardware. It's it's just crazy. You know. 
You know, they just, they're, they're, they're just envious. Yeah, uh, sometimes you gotta so, get that hate out your heart. You yeah, and the animosity. You know, you can yeah. tell it's just uh, it's rampant. Instead of a boo, it's a, I wish I was you. Yeah, pretty much. That's what, that's what it is. And, you know, I think, you know, I think I personally think what it is, man. Like I said, I was voted number one in Oakland. I guess you know who was voted number two? Who's that? Coco. Coco. You know, that's Coco. Their, you know that's their guy. You know, that's you know that's their guy. That's his territory. He's very beloved out there. You know what? It sounds like a bunch of number twos uh, cheering <laughs> for a number two. I, I'm, I'm picking up. I'm picking up a, the the algorithm on the crowd. You're talking here. A bunch of number twos. No man. Clearly. I can't. I just can't help that. I'm just that good, man. Like, I mean, uh, the numbers don't lie. The yep. numbers don't lie. That's right. Well, let's also put it this way. You have a whole bunch of people that have never achieved anything in their life. Like, let's mm-hmm. be real here. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Like, they still holding on to former glory and everything and stolen valor from their old high school years and everything. Oh, you How they could have gone to state and everything if it wasn't for their bum knee. Let's be real here. You, you that spit. ain't gonna happen. You spitting, spitting. <laughs> Shoot, they quit spit. the first week of Oklahoma drill. Oh, let's don't lie. <laughs> let's don't lie. That separates... The little yeah. ones from the big ones, if you know what I mean. More basketball players have been made from the Oklahoma drill. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what's up. Uh, All right, so anyway, I know, I get it. The number two is cheering for the number two. I, get I know, it. man. I guess that's, they can relate to that, to be number two. That's why yeah. they love that guy so much. You know, actually, you brought up something. Uh, back in 2021, me and Coco battled in the time limit draw. Uh, play place was packed. You know, people. You know, people were uh, on their feet for that match, and that was the last time me and him ever battled against each other. Like we battled all that year. First time we ever had a match against each other was at UWE. Uh, second time at uh, an American Legion. Where was that last night uh, at WFC? But the last time in 2021 was. Uh, the Christmas show at WAH, another federation that uh, uh, we train at, and we, you know, we speak a lot higher. But and, uh, I think we're going to go out there one more time for the UWE to, uh, championship coming up. Uh, it's going to be uh, for the uh, what is it, the anniversary show? Yeah, for uh, UWE, it's going to be a showdown next month and everything over at the Macoma Building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's going to be going to be good, man. So, which you talk about a venue and everything, the Macoma Building. Like, I ain't never wrestled in it yet. I just seen, like, clips and everything. John Cross and Alex Royal just going after it, my boy. Like, let me tell you. For my time. For like, <laughs> yeah. that wasn't much before your time. Like, that was, like, just a year before you started training and everything. Oh, facts, facts, you know. And, and this is C, is I also was, I wrestled at two of the uh, showdowns. Uh, I think showdown 11 and showdown 12. Uh, 12 uh, and just to be on that stage against names like that like yeah. John Cross and you know it's 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 cool you know it's a cool pretty cool experience so so yeah but hey I give Coco his flowers man he's a giant man himself so when you two lock up like when it's at the first of it it's got to be like some sort of feats of strength like two yeah, you got to have two bulls in the ring one's got to be the one's got to be the bigger bull it's he. He is the. What's a good comparison? He is the the the, the, the Batman to my Superman. He is the uh, you know the, the 
the Charles Barkley to my Michael Jordan. Like, oh, that, you, know? yeah. you feel me? That's what yeah, he is yeah. to me. So I mean, I'm getting the Carl Malone feeling. Mm. <laughs> John Stockton, mm. he's good with the with the flute and the jazz. No man, but man, he just don't really right. hit that. I'm uh, surprised you didn't bring up Isaiah Thomas or Joe Dumas. I don't know. He's the he's the Rick Fla- he's the Dusty to my Ric Flair. So okay. uh, just to, just to, for us to go after it again, and there's probably gonna be more battles over the years, and just to be put out of state. He made actually he made event uh, showdown. Oh, I never had that chance. So it's it's gonna be a really cool story to tell and a really cool you know a cool little thing we're gonna put on. That being said, he ain't ready for the wave. Baby. Right. <laughs> uh, if you if you really want to get to the nitty gritty, I mean, I, 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 a person who's been battling this man and we haven't touched each other for a whole year, I would say uh, I'm ten times better than him now than I was Ooh. back then. Like I always said, like Coco's one dimensional. He's one dimensional. Right. I mean, we were trained by Justin the Lee. great Justin Lee. The Broken greatest, Arrow Bad Boy? The greatest, yes, yeah. the greatest technical wrestler in this state. And let me tell you, he won't he won't mix words with you. He will point it to you out like this. He is the greatest pure wrestler in this state. You can't go wrong. Like, you talk about a guy that was brought up in 2001, trained under Rocco Valentino, mm-hmm. one of the greatest minds that have come out of this state and everything. Shoot. With a trainer like that, we can't go wrong. That's not great. You don't necessarily like my style of wrestling because I just fly all over the place. I defy gravity and odds every single time I step out of the bed, baby. Like... <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I mean, you can't go. You wonder why we got so much gold because it's it's just we. I mean, we come on, we come under that tree. We 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 you know we made out of different cloth. You know what I'm saying? So that so it's gonna be. It's I don't think Coco's ready, man. Tall cotton. Is he? I don't, Tall I don't think he's yes. ready, man. I don't think he's creme de la creme here in the Oklahoma. At least in the Oklahoma. Just for now, Oklahoma. Who knows where you'll be in five years, ten years? Collecting belts, collecting checks, get the pay window, if you know what I'm right, saying. Right, right, right. You know, you, it's funny you mentioned that and everything because next month, uh, Core actually has a seminar with Gabe Sapolsky, who's the head talent scout for the WWE and everything. Ooh, ooh, yeah. And they also have an, a trial matches during that time, too. Hell so, yeah. I know where I'm going because I need to soak up that knowledge. Like, I started in the game late. Yeah. But you best get on that shit, too, baby. Like, uh, I'll, I'll definitely be there. I'll definitely pull up. Sure. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's really just, just to get the, the training from it. It's a great experience, too. Yeah. Great experience, you know. So, I mean, any anybody who wants to make it at that level needs to uh, hop on that immediately. You know? Okay, in the current wrestling climate, perfect day, perfect situation, perfect opponent, like right now, like you today, who would you... Ooh. Like to just get in there and slap the shit out of it, <laughs> mess it up with. Mm. Like, are we talking like Ain't just it. current today, or are we current. talking former generations? Because Let's say current today's current today's scene. Current. The tank, yeah. t- like, so man, I go, I go, I go toe to toe with that guy. Uh, for me, I'll let you go first because my answer. It could be anyone and anywhere. 
If we're talking WWE, I would love to mix it up with Kevin Owens. I think me and him could have a fantastic match. You yes. talk about two big old boys that, like I said, we defy odds and we defy gravity daily. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens, Swanton Bombs, Frog Splashes. Back in the day, he was pulling out a 450 out of nowhere. Like Ke- What? Kevin yeah. Owens? Yeah, back in the ROH days, he was pulling out 450s. Like, shit. Like, that's a big boy. Yeah. He was, he was, he was different. He was yeah. They, different. they built him different. He was different. If I have to say a number two, I want to go up against Samoa Joe. Because you talk about heavy hitters and everything. You can't get more heavy hitting than a Samoan baby, let me tell yeah. you. I've headbutted a few Samoans just on the Oklahoma scene, and my head still hurts sometimes to this day. Hell yeah! Like we we saw the we saw the age old questionary thing. Well, whose head is harder, a Cajun or a Samoans? It's a Samoans every single day. <laughs> yeah, it could be anywhere. It could be Impact. It could be AEW. It could be NWA. Man, I like the NWA scene. Dude, okay, you talk about a crazy scene that just popped up out of three years and everything. You had Nick Aldis basically carrying that promotion. Ricky Starks was coming up. You had Tim Storm, who's a 25-year vet, one of the nicest human beings on the planet. Um, I actually met Tim Storm at Texoma and everything about October. I went there for the D'Lo Brown seminar, and just that locker room and that vibe alone was so much different because everybody was relaxed, laid back, chill. There was no pressure. We were just out there having fun, like, shoot. Like, granted, my my angle down there, I had to get in the ring with Charlie Haas, and Charlie Haas is definitely built different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Man, a granite look like he. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he yeah. like wolf people around. Just, uh, Charlie Haas kicked me so hard in the stomach, I actually farted in the middle of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> man, yeah, hell yeah. Like, my boy Red James and everything, which that's another one that's on the scene that is just one of the yep. best trash talkers in this ring is the foreman Red James. Like, Red, I gotta yeah. give him his flowers, too. Man, I, I, would, I would love to work with Red James, man. I just, just, you know, just because he gets it. He, he gets it, like, his role, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's, and that's the, the thing with, you know, pro wrestling. Like, when you know your role, you know that this is your bread and butter. Yeah. And you utilize that. I mean, that's what makes wrestling uh, so, you know, so great. Because a, a mount, like a mouthpiece with like like red, you know, and and <laughs> it's crazy. I, I can't wait to see him in the next uh, couple next couple of years, years yeah, especially. Man. Uh, what What's your favorite red drape? Red James's trash talk moment. That's what I want to know because I think it was around Christmas time last year and everything where he said, I thought Christmas came only on the 1st and the 15th. Oh, oh, shit. oh. <laughs> wait, where did he say this then? Pro Wrestling. Oh, yeah, he so here in Tulsa. Yeah, he's so yeah. local. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That man oh, is built shit. different. That's hilarious. Man, what a great character. Great. So who? Okay, we got I got we got a pretty big seems like a wrestling scene here in this part of the state, part of Oklahoma. Now, if you had like a top five like power ranking, 
I'm putting y'all on the spot here. Like power, power rank. Who's the like man? This these guys are some hoss. These are some beef. They can go toe to toe. Okay, if we ain't cons- if we ain't considering us, because all right, excluding, excluding. I was, was going to say you better, of course, champion talent. Yeah. <laughs> you better tread lightly with your yeah. So let's, let's add the asterisk to that top five. If we ain't counting us, because let's be real here, we could be biased. Wait, hold on, like, I can't call ourselves. We 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 try to. Be, well, then we would just say top three. Someone, okay, we'll say top three. Okay, okay. all right. All right. We'll three. Clue, I won't include myself. <laughs> so you want your top five, top three uh, horses, like or big just, ass? Just, or you want your top three, like the best of the best of the best right now? Like, man, I got to defend my belt against these top five, top uh, three contenders. Uh, who is like the contender? Who is chasing you guys? It's, it's tough. That's it's, it's crazy. You know what? That's a crazy question. Like, you got to look, man, because sometimes that's a crazy you run, are you running for your dinner or are you running just for your life? If you want to think of man, I actually got my top five right now. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. This is going to be hard for me. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. It's going to be hard because, you know. Okay. So, number one, without a doubt, I have to give it up to the showcase Alex Roy. She is hands down one of the best professional wrestlers in this area. He's been doing it for a while. He was actually a 10-year vet, has won just about every single award that Oakland fans has to offer. He is one of the most dynamic performers that you can ever go out with like if you have Alex Royal put up against you on a match it's going to be one of your favorite matches that you do because it's going to be at another level that you may not be ready for but you're going to learn a lot from like I owe a lot to Alex Royal with my development because he's what helped me and my tag team partner Anthony Wilde get to the point where we were starting to take a lot more chances, trying to do a lot more things. Right. With two big dudes, Anthony Wilds, he's 400 pounds, baby. I'm 315. Like, there's a Ooh. lot of beef. Yeah. There's a reason why they yeah. call him the bigger man. <laughs> they call him the bigger man. Even though he does look like an egg sometimes, but you know. <laughs> true, true. But yeah. uh, number two, Sam Stackhouse. 450 pounds, high-flying especially The man does a moonsault from the middle rope. God dang. He's, he is one 450 of the, pounds? Yes, sir. Middle rope. Yep. Woo! Like, he's, he's, he's God bless that middle rope. He's an internet sensation, bro. Yeah. He's an internet sensation. Yeah, that's it. just dang. 2021 when he went viral and everything for doing the top rope plancha on the Zach Royal through a table and everything. That's taking a stack. I'm telling you what, that's a stack of humanity just <laughs> landing <laughs> on top of it. And this was before the weight loss and everything. Sam Stackhouse been killing it in the gym. Like yeah. I gotta give it to yeah. that man. He's oh, doing man. his thing. Hell like yeah. he's trying to Hell get yeah. himself to where he's at the upper echelon of all the professional wrestling, not just here in Oklahoma, but he wrestles for Game Changer Wrestling and everything. What GCW? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Whoa. He's been in there for MLW as well. Like mm-hmm. the man is putting in his rounds. He's going all over the states. He's doing what we dream of doing. He's paying right. off bills through nice. professional wrestling. Hell He's yeah. stacking paper through professional wrestling. Nice. If I had a match against Sam Stackhouse, it would easily be one of my favorite matches that I would go through just because we are two big men who fly across the ring, who don't care about what other people say because let's be real here, I get a lot of flack. 
I get told that I'm not a, supposed to be doing a lot of flips in or anything. Forget that, baby. Yeah. I'm gonna do what I do because right. you gotta put out all the chances that you can and everything to make it. Like this life ain't free, baby. You gotta pay to play one way or another. Right. Right. Uh, number three, uh, Tim Rockwell. Tim Rockwell was actually me and Dan Weber's second teacher and everything. Right. Right. Um, when I came in, Tim Rockwell actually brought me into the business. Oh, um, I met him at a WFC event and everything. Now, really, he was wanting to get my buddy Charleston Blue, who's like six foot five and about two eighty. <laughs> right. Like Charleston, his job got to the point where he couldn't do it full time and everything. Right. So he had to kind of step away from the game. Me. Since I started training at WAH's Hunger Dojo, I've maybe missed six training days out of the entire time. And I started in March of last year. Nice. And I owe a lot of that to Tim Rockwell. Hell yeah. Now, we've locked it up in a tag team match and everything. Me and Tony versus him and Big Metal Thrash, which we'll get to Big Metal Thrash later. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool name. My God. I like that, yeah. But yeah, natural born villain Tim Rockwell. I got nothing but respect for the man. He has brought me in. He has done everything. He has put me on a pedestal to where I cannot say enough about the dude because he took a chance on me when I. You saw how big I was when I started training. Yeah, 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 man. Like, Justin Lean said it to you. He didn't say it to me. Like, he waited until I left. She said, I don't know if he's going to last. Right. Yeah, that's just, you know, he gets a little critical over things. You got to prove things to him. But that's yeah. just an old school mindset. You know right, yeah, yeah. You know, so. But he yeah. probably gets a lot of people to come in and just try it out. Let me like, tell you, uh, hey, let, you know what's crazy? Awesome. That is 100% true. Yeah. Because I've literally been there since the day the Hunger Dojo was open so that is very Shit. much true yeah people come and people go yeah and and they don't uh, realize how tough it is i, I guarantee it yeah and when they yeah. realize how tough it really is like yeah. oh shit it, it ain't it ain't no k-walk man yeah LA. uh so to answer your question that you know uh i still got number four number five. Oh, you got oh, shit. Five. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you got a whole top you got a whole top five. I'm sorry, I don't mean to step on your toes, Mr. A. LeVon. I don't mean to step on your toes, baby. Number four, Wesley Crane. One of the most talented individuals that is in this area. Yeah. Uh, the self-professed Satan of professional wrestling. One of the craziest individuals I have ever seen perform. Wesley brings a different level every single time he steps into the ring because he gets it. Yeah. That psychology factor. He's not going to break you down just physically. He's going to break you down mentally. And if he can, he's going to break you down spiritually. Ooh, he's, fueled like, by, he's fueled by hate. He's fueled by hate, baby. He's fueled by hate. Like, Wesley, he may not be the biggest man, but if you don't think that man can lift us up, you got another thing coming because I've seen him pick up Thrash before and Thrash weighs more than me. Shit. Like, hey. number five, I gotta say Dutch Hagen. I would love to have a match with Dutch Hagen. Current WFC heavyweight champion, the Luxembourg Beast. One of the, Dutch Hagen is a freak performer. <laughs> He has literally done a crucifix powerbomb, like old school style crucifix powerbomb where he had him high up for the razor's edge, throws it out, and lands on it. And he's done this to thrash. 
Thrash is about 350. Yeah. He's, he's done to me. Ask me how. He's I, done I, to you? Ask me how, yeah. That, that doesn't feel great. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how's it doesn't feel, Chico. <laughs> yeah. You ain't got to tell that. That doesn't feel great. Oh shit! But yeah, the man one hand pressed five hundred pounds, like overhead. I've seen that? Yeah. God, yeah. Man. I, I saw the video. Like that was scary to me. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's my top five. What you got, Shotgun? Uh, well, it's crazy you ask the question because the question I would give you. Uh, the answer I would give you is nobody's better than the gun, but if <laughs> not, nobody's better than the gun. I love it. Oh, like, yeah. They all got to see me, okay? Yeah. Uh, I don't have to see them. They all right. have to worry about me. I'm the boogeyman of the square circle. But if you have to ask me, I mean, th- I mean, uh, Eddie, I've wrestled all those people uh, that you mentioned, literally, literally all of them in my short time, but... You got to remember, I'm also, also only barely a year in. Uh, so. Facts, facts. But um, oh, the people that I would like to get. All right, so I'm gonna give some probably old ones and current ones. Okay. Um, Malik Mayfield. He's been calling me out for the moment himself. The moment, man. He's been calling me out for literally almost a year now. Uh, over there at, I think NCWO. Yeah, NCWO. He's been calling me out. He's been dissing my number one ranking. Yeah, I heard. I've been seeing the videos. So he's another one I would like to, uh, you know, go toe to toe with. Um, hmm. Oh no. Hmm. Probably just Malik right now, but everybody else they got to see me. I'm sorry. So that's Hell the one yeah. you're tun- you tunneling one, in on. That's the one I'm tunneling in on. I need to get that one with Malik. I okay. need that one with Mr. Mayfield. So I mean. Uh, that's that's just about it. Pro- Red James, Red actually. James, Red yeah. James, he's one I, I would love to see. Um, Surprised you ain't trying to get Wolf of War in here because he was the one that was gunning for your number one spot. For Wolf of War is going, yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, he's one. He is, uh, he's actually uh, number one currently. Uh, okay. At the beginning of this year, so we'll see how that goes. But I would like to uh, go one on. Uh, Leo Fox. Leo I is a like fun. Leo Fox. Uh, I've been in a ring with him, but to have that one-on-one match with Leo right. would be fantastic. Um, we got a new kid coming up. Uh, uh, Tyler Midas. Be on the lookout for him. Tyler okay. Midas. He is, he's brand new. He just hit the scene literally this year. Uh, I would like, you know, I would like to, you know, Sounds you know, like money. That sounds like money, man. Yeah, he, he looks like money. He's the golden touch. Money. He looks like money. Keep, he, keep a lookout uh, for him, man. Okay. He's keep also one-fifth of Wave the Future, so oh, he, he might is. have to wait. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Might have to wait for him, but, you know, <laughs> let, 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 him, let him shine a little bit. You know, we got him under our wing, but when it's time, it's time to, you know, it's, you know, it's time to run one, we will run one. Um, uh, that's about it right now. Okay. I, I don't know. My 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 ego won't allow me. My pride won't allow me to to admit that. Oh, like I have to go see you. They all got to see me. Ah, they all got to come see the gun. I'm sorry. I I graduated from the University of uh, Michael Jordan. They all got to see me. It's that UJ mentality, that Kobe mentality, my man. You feel me? So yeah. 
Don't chase, attract. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I hear you. I hear Absolutely, you. Absolutely, my man. Yeah, man. So what you guys like, I know you guys get in the ring and y'all got like a, a good go-to bread and butter hold. Oh, like I ain't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull this on you. I like how you ask. And them. like it's man, it's it's. Mm, like I'm gonna get in there. I'm gonna sink it in. And once I get it. I like so it. he's actually the submission wrestler. <laughs> he is the oh, one okay. that will make you tap out. Uh, that that is. Uh, I love that question. All right. Uh, my so my favorite hold. Um. Mm, I my usually one is a sleeper. Okay. Uh. Uh, a Kimura, key locks, um, underhooks, overhooks, uh, just any any limb you can rip off, you can get a hold of it. <laughs> you um, see, I'm waiting for one specific one because that's the one that you have made people literally scream out in agony with. Oh, you mean the ankle lock? Yeah, the, you ankle, the ankle lock. lock? Yes, sir, ankle lock. That that has been my. That was my first. Actually, that was my first ever hold nice. that I've learned. Was Hell an ankle yeah. lock, and uh, I have, I've never, I don't think I've ever really lost with an ankle lock. Right. Uh, so yeah, I, I would love to go down a list of all the hoes, but we're really, really we're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna, you know, just stick with my one of my favorites, ankle lock and sleeper. I, I mean, I, I like to put people. Like, yeah. Hit them high, hit them low. That's right, right. Yeah. I like to, I like to, you know, see people drool on the mat. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes I want to throw in a pillow. Like, here you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can have that. <laughs> right, get him a blanket, baby. Put a pillow over him. Put a blanket over him. There you go. Right, right. Uh, if I had to go with mine and everything, it was actually one that I showed to Justin literally one day and everything. I was like, hey, what you think about this? And the next day, he was showing it to everybody in training. And I was like, come on, man. But it was an arm trap Texas global leaf. Literally, I'm making it to where that man it, that I put that onto cannot crawl away. All he can do is just tap out. That's, nice. a, that's a good one. And that nice. arm trap Texas Cloverleaf, especially with a dude my size doing it, yeah. like, we gonna make you perpendicular. I was about to say, you with an ankle lock. You're, I'm looking at your arms, man. I don't ever want my ankle anywhere. Your hands are anywhere near my ankle. Listen, there's a reason why I'm number one <laughs> in, the, in, the state of, in, in the state of Oklahoma because Listen, I, I'm le- listen. I'm literally a walking weapon. Mm-hmm. Okay, There's, I do things that other big. Yes, I'm a power guy. Right. But people understand that I'm a great technical wrestler, right. a submission artist, uh, and a former amateur wrestler. So it's 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 something that the state has never seen. Right. Like guy like guy that's more technically sound and sizes me that can do things right. that the state has never seen. So hell yeah. You know, hey, I don't know. I don't know. The best. Surprised you haven't brought up Bacon yet. Bacon, man, going back to my old roots, man. Uh, back to my old Muskogee roots. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bacon College is where I, I went to. I wrestled for it. Uh, fun fact: uh, shout out to uh, Brad Olson, the, the former coach there. Brad Olson is the younger brother of a Oklahoma uh, back in the I think the OPW days, something like that, of. Uh, AWOL. Ooh, uh, I, I forgot about that. So AWOL. Um, yeah, so he's the younger brother. I, mean, I did. I literally met him probably my first year, nice. and he he in the locker room at WH. He was like, "Yeah, man, like, yeah, yeah, you wrestle for my uh, for my uh, my younger brother Brent Olson." I was like, "Really? I didn't know that. 
so small world. Hell yeah, so, man. Yeah, man. That's so, awesome. Shout out to AWOL and Coach Olsen. Hell yeah. I have a little fun fact about Bacon. <laughs> I once played a long time ago. I once played college football, and for a school called High School Indian Nations University. Right. We our very first football game of that year was Bacon. Mm-hmm. It was Bacon's first football game, like in two thousand and one, and that was the very first year they had football. That means they never played a game before that. <laughs> oh, wow. Their first game against, in my first college game, we played in Muskogee. Mm-hmm. At, uh, was it Ruffers? The, it was the, uh, the, I don't know back then. But, but that's where the Muskogee, is it the Ruffers? Is that what Ruffers, yeah. Yeah, is it Ruffers Stadium? Yes, yeah. They beat us 35 to 47. Oh, wow. They beat the shit out of us. <laughs> after, after our first game, like after their first game ever in like program history, right. they won their first game hands down. It was terrible. Man. So that was the first time I've ever defeat, like tasted that kind of butt whooping. <laughs> and there was more to come. But anyway, <laughs> Big Cone, love it, Muskogee. That is crazy. Yes, is Warriors, Big Cone, you're a warrior, man. That's crazy because when I was going to school there, they they definitely sucked ass. Oh, but no. <laughs> I'm surprised they actually won well. anything. Uh, my whole time going there, I only saw them one, one fucking game and a home game. And it was Shit. barely. They didn't have a kicker right like, when I was going there. But shout out to Bake Home, man. I had a lot of uh, fun memories. Hell yeah. <laughs> a lot of fun memories there. Okay. The now I know you guys, when y'all get in the ring sometimes, Y'all do things a little bit, let's don't say break the rules, but you know, a little bit of a stretching, a bending, manipulation of the rules. <laughs> I guess you can say that, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The five seconds. Do you try to use every bit of it, or do you quit at four just to be? So, if you go into the five seconds and everything, you get a DQ. And I'm sorry, I don't take no L's unless it's actually earned. Right. Less money, of course. Man. Right. I would. But if I just absolutely hate that person, I'm going to take the full four count, I'm going to back off, and I'm back on that baby within a blink of an eye. Like, <laughs> trust me, uh, there's a cat that I've been going to war with for a little while now, Mr. Nasty, the Creole soul, my cousin, even though you don't claim me cousin, I swear, I don't know what I did. I don't know why you don't come to the barbecues or the crawfish boils or nothing anymore, but we gonna figure out one day. Family first. Come on. Mr. Nasty, this man, I have literally beat the dog snot out of him, and vice versa, he's also beat the dog snot out of me. Like, whenever we go to war, we go to war, baby. Like. He gonna slap the taste out of my mouth, I'ma rock him with a right. Like, of course, this is nasty. He's a pimp. Like, let's be real here. Pimp hand strong style. Like. (laughs) 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 That's literally something that he has that he sells at his merch table. It's a big old sticker with a pimp hand and everything. It says, pimp hand strong style. I dig it. I dig it, though. That's just awesome. There's another man I'm with the war with, so, I mean, like I said, you got me helping you, and I went to war with that man just last year. 
you can't beat them. You, I mean, I mean, you can beat them, but you, I mean, you can't be beaten. I mean, come on, man. Hell yeah. Because the second you get one over on him, he gonna figure out how to get one over on you, baby. That is, that's facts. That's facts. I can tell because you. Because he's always stepping up his game. He started off in 2013, entering thing on the scene like. That's where I graduated high school. That's crazy. So four seconds, you could. Yeah, just get, you just, just get in that. Uh, get in with a little, just a little bit of. I would, I would pressure. Let's call it applied pressure. Yeah. Oh yeah, Honestly, you gotta apply pressure. Apply. I, I would say personally, B. I'm gonna get to that four, but I have that referee before he says five, I'm already in his face. I'll, I'm looking at the referee. If you say five, yeah, it's nothing good's gonna happen. So <laughs> I'm more punking the referee more than anything. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm gonna stop at four. Like, who do they think they are, man? I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, especially Colton Philippot. Let's be real. That guy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that guy. So, Colton Philippot, he's a re- referee on the scene. He actually trains with us and everything. He's the first referee that we actually put a jolly stomp into. Like, we <laughs> beat that boy senseless. And ever since then, I've been having an obsession of. of, of, of I've been having a really good feelings about beating up reps now. Like it's kind of my thing. <laughs> it's like <laughs> a new thing. Yeah, it's okay. my thing. Like I enjoy beating up reps more than more than wrestlers now. Don't you get that? It's not just a rep killer. Yeah, man. <laughs> like I like it's it's a lot of reps. I want D- Dylan Phelps. Oh my goodness, I want to. Man, I just want to slap that kid around, man. <laughs> now, hey, now, Phelps. now Phelps hasn't cool. done nothing to me. Now Beeler though. Oh my God, Beeler. Yeah, Beeler might be the homie, but Beeler also, he gets a little sloppy with it sometimes. Listen, man, Beeler's the homie, but I pretty sure I'm doing a lot of wrestlers' favor by beating up on Beeler. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 let's keep, like, let's keep it the hundred, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I've been, I mean, why do we need a third guy in the ring? Think about it. Now, hear me out. Now, if you had inadvertent, I air quote in here, inadvertently, Bump that referee, just knocked him down, you just bumped into him, just you know, a whoopsie friendly daisy. whoopsie daisies. Is that like in the NFL when you hit the the referee, he's part of the field. Aren't the rest just part of the mat? So nine times out of ten, that's the way it is in everything. You have the one time out of ten where they're gonna wake up and everything after they get done collecting their thoughts and they're gonna call for the bell, which I swear. Like, it was your own fault that you got squashed. It ain't my bad, baby. Right? Take, take responsibility for exactly. Accountability for some people. Stay out my way. That's right. Stay That's right. Way, you got big bodies field. flying around. Move out stay the way. way. Like, I am 315 pounds. I'm in bright purple and gold. Like, you... If you can't see me yeah. coming, like, there's a problem. You don't need to be ripping. <laughs> like... Especially if you're trying to stay in between me and the guy in the turnbuckle and everything whenever I'm going for the big old stinger splash. Like, yeah. Right, man. Like, are you getting there? Do you add another mix? layer to the sandwich? Exactly. They signed the waiver just like everybody else. Yep. Yeah, man. Damn reps. <laughs> I never, man, I never met a rep that I've never met a slap. <laughs> so if you had to put over some of the best ring announcers, who like just rolls a tip? Who says Eddie Levon, a shotgun Weber? Like man, they are born to just yell. There's at. two. There's two for me. Okay. Uh, uh, one is CM Burnham, the OG of the OGs. The OG of the OG. 
too, just because of the way he says, "Shit, boy, Tuck." Yeah, Tuck, Tuck is my boy. Tuck is my favorite. One of my favorite dancers because how he says it. Yeah, yeah, Tuck Davion, man. man with the bow tie. Yeah, like. man, Tuck, boy, that's my yeah. guy. If you go to a WSC event or anything, you're going to spot Tuck a mile away because he, as soon as that music hits, as soon as WSC is live on IWTV and everything, he is coming out there, going through his entire spiel and everything. Like, he, I'm surprised he don't run out of breath because (laughs) from the moment he hits that curtain and everything, he's going, all right, wrestling fans. Nice. (laughs) Like, the way he says... Shotgun is probably one of my favorite, and like I said, Burner was just one of the OGs. He does. He, he's a guy who wears many hats. He's a guy who wears many hats. Like he, he is truly one of the OGs. He's everywhere. Like you, like he is the voice of Oklahoma wrestling. That uh, you know, shout out to Burnham. Like he's the one that actually started the whole spiel that everybody does at the end of every single wrestling event too. Mm-hmm. He's the so long dry safe yeah. and so long from the sooner state and everything. Yeah, that's man. his baby. Like he did yeah. that Ooh, in every single to yeah. every single announcer after that has catered on to that because CM Burnham, he's an originator. He is the show pretty much. You see that big scraggly beard, that long hair and everything, that big thick body, no. No disrespect. Right. No right. disrespect because I got a big thick body. He's got a big thick body. Right. Like, hey, you're in a physical sport. You're in a collision sport. Right. Exactly. You can't be no tiny geek yeah. off the street. You gotta have some, mm, some, gotta some be able power, to handle some meat. Torch, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You gotta regulate, yeah, baby. Man. You gotta regulate. Right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, bread and butter holds, man. You got like. Uh, is there any? Uh, oh, we're, real quick, you're you got to move your uh, was a, a scissor kick or something. I uh, do a flying, flying spinning heel spinning kick. heel kick. That's what oh, it was. Oh. Sorry. So literally, usually I use that at the end of my comeback when I'm being a good guy. There's right. few and far places in between that I actually decide. Okay, I like these people. I'm gonna decide that I'm. They a, sound like classy places. Yeah, yeah. Play, people were classy. Right. WAH, one of the most classiest places. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's where we train at. That's where they took the first chance on me that they could. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first match was at WAH. I wrestled against a cat by the name of Pyro. Um, we won't get into him. <laughs> <laughs> not too much. Yeah, not, not too much on Pyro. Not yeah. Too much on Pyro. He, he gets over big with the fans with his entrance, even though we've had to say no more fire. Oh, really? shit. Oh, shoot. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a hot topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he puts the terrapins in his mouth. He has a lighter at the end of his bat, and he blows the big old fireball oh. into the air. Whoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact, I was actually working security my first gig in wrestling and everything, and nobody warned me about the fire. <laughs> and I'm right next to the stage. So when he blew that fireball, it just about singed my nose hairs off. Baby. Like it got hot real quick. Wow. Yeah. Like Damn. it was. Whew. But spinning heel kick—that's one of the things I do. I also do the swamp ton bomb. Um, if you know Jeff Hardy, you know exactly what this is. This is my homage to him, even though I'm about hundred and ten pounds heavier than he is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Everybody's a bitch at party trick. But yeah, the Swamp Ton Bomb, if I hit you with that, it's game over. Uh, I've got the Swampland Stampede. Um, Dr. Death Steve Williams, a big influencer on my overall sense of wrestling and everything. Okay. Like, when I first broke in, I had the white boots, I had the black tights, I had... I look generic as all get out, but the white boots is what me, made me stand out. Right. And doing Dr. Death's move in Oklahoma, a lot of people might say that's a little sacrilegious because that's one of the patron saints of Oklahoma wrestling. Right. But if you're a big man and you can do big man things, might as well do what the best big man out of Oklahoma did. Yeah. Right. Hell yeah. I also got the Kuyong Cutter. Kuyong, it is a Francais Cajun slang term. It roughly translates to fool. So, that's the PC version. Yeah, we ain't yeah, gonna go yeah, into yeah. what it actually means. But, yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but DDP, my all-time favorite growing up and everything. Like, I hit him with the Kuyong cutter. It's game over. I also have the Bayou bomb. Um, running, spin out, sit down, power bomb. Nice. I, I've only been able to do this once <laughs> because. Not a lot of people agree to take that move. Yeah. And you always gotta protect your boys, even though, you know, let's put it this way. If we ran, ran roughshod over everybody in the two companies and everything, there'd be nobody for us to go up against. And I'm sorry, I like my paychecks. There I know you, you like your paychecks too. I do, but protect them now. No. no. <laughs> 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 yeah, of course it's, and then what about it's the money? That's what right. you want. You want to win championships, more championships, more money. That's facts. That's the way it is. I mean, big that's facts. big facts. Yep. Well, my boy Charlie, Charleston, he said it himself. We're going from rags to riches, bags to bitches, and everything. Like, let's be real here. He preaching. Like we trying on to be on the come up and everything. I'm I'm sorry if I'm cussing a little too much and everything. No, you're good, man. As much as you want, we have no filter on this podcast. Yeah, no filter. This is all about this is all about you guys. All right, you just brought up the rags and riches and bags and bitches, and I want to know. You know, I want to know about the R, the A, the T, to the S. (laughs) You guys have to push them away right. each week after every other city you right. go right. after every uh, show uh, no matter right. where you go do you want the truth or <laughs> do you want perfection because I tell you man he, ratatouille you bunch of ratatouilles around there for Eddie Levant you know what I'm saying man. so I'm not gonna lie COVID kind of messed up the scene Ah, damn it! Another another victim in COVID. You used the, the rat. You used the safe version. <laughs> the UPR that thing. Oh, <laughs> we gotta protect the brand. Yeah, UPR that thing. I get it. Hell yeah. Do, all right, we'll keep it safe. Some yeah, sort of we'll keep it safe. Some sort of unknown virus going around <laughs> the rat safe. community. Well, all right. I just had to. Yeah, I the, had to know. Yeah, just, the yeah. rats went under a bridge because of COVID. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. Now that that being said, when world class comes around, that's when they seem to crawl out of the woodwork. Again. Oh, for sure. Oh. Yeah, for sure. Oh. For sure. That is a fact. Yeah, man.
couple IW, uh, IWR shows down in like around Ardmore, Paul's Valley and stuff like that. So obviously Jerry Boston wrestled. Yeah, shout out to Jerry. Well, shout out, dude. That guy's a really cool guy. I dig shout out to Jerry. So, like Joe Harrell and uh, uh, Prince Alfarat and uh, all those cats down there like a long time ago in a former life. I went out and kind of did a couple of training sessions with them. Right. Oh, and, and yeah. Okay. They, those guys are really cool. But uh, just things happened in life and didn't do it no more. And well, it's all right. Here we are. But I, I get. I, I like. I like the. I appreciate the Oklahoma wrestling scene. You know, it's big. It's a big territory. If you really think about it. We need more scenes uh, out in the western side yeah. of Oklahoma because there's almost nothing out there, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I like how you speak on. Uh, Territory of Oklahoma, uh, man. I was just having this talk with uh, Burnham just last night about uh, the scene in Oklahoma now. Uh, you know, especially with these new guys flooding in, um, the, the future is bright, man. Like, oh, yeah. future is bright. Like, we got so many young guys and and exciting young guys that are so talented. This state is in good hands, man. Uh, Just speaking from your class alone, you had yeah, you, you uh, had Coco, you had the Johnnies, you boy. had Corporal Punishment. Uh, Corporal Punishment, shout out to my boy, graduate of the Nightmare Factory down in shout Atlanta. Out to oh, shout yeah. out to Corporal Punishment, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, he really, like people say, he really the number one. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, my class, yo, your class, my class, like Coco, uh, shout out to uh, Johnny and Johnny Dynamite and Johnny Lightning, both of the Johnnies. Uh, Toxic Masculinity. You got Blue uh, Bolt. Blue Bolt. Uh, Ro- Romeo Reese, my old tag partner. Uh, for most Wanted. Um, the list goes on. And then, oh, you yeah. know, his class came in probably a year or two years after that. Like, I think last year. Like, you got like, El Gallardo Uno, one of the most fastest rising luchadors in the state. Nice. We have me we have tony uh anthony wilde the bigger man yeah we have trench blythe yeah the that's a man that is psychotic at times i will say that much <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit just a little bit we got doug puro um we've got uh badger james red james i swear to god we got too many jameses in this there's state a, there's like there's a lot of family down here yeah, uh, oh man, Cappuccino Jones. That's the one I was missing because Cappuccino that boy. Cappuccino Jones, man. Heard that name before. Cappuccino, you, <laughs> you, you gonna hear a lot more about yeah. that. Yeah, all right. You talk about a boy that can ignite, he can light up the night every single day. It don't matter and everything. When that boy sets in the ring, you gonna get chills. Hell yeah. It's, it's, yeah, like, it's like he, he's a very good at, he's a very electrifying. He, he, like, like it's hard to explain it. Like he 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 gets it. He gets it. But when when he, when you watch him, you, you get that feeling. Yeah. You get that adrenaline with him. He makes you feel with him. He brings you on that ride with him. It's been a, it's been so good to work with that man. Like, yeah. It's been. It was, I was so. I was actually one of his first matches. I think I, I was the second match. He was the first defense I had as the WAH Living Hope Champion. No. Um. If it had not been for Logan Knight's video interference and everything, I probably would not have won that match. But I still caught him with the uh, surprise Kuyong cutter out of midair. Hell yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Was gonna try it from the middle rope and everything, but he managed to fight me off. Went for that cross body and then got cross messed up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like like I said, this state is like I my prediction in the next ten years, maybe six yeah. or seven, that this state will be the top five, maybe the number one or top five indie wrestling state in this country. Nice. Just, just where it, 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 we got talent still coming in. Yeah. I, I just out the woodwork, man. Speaking of talent that just came in, I do want to put over my opponent from last night. Riley Grin. Riley Grin. He, he, he is a kid that he's been training for three years under Brandon Groom. Okay. One of the biggest professional wrestling names out of Oklahoma was actually a part of the WWE developmental system while it was still running in while it was still Florida Championship Wrestling. It right. wasn't the Ohio Valley days, it was the generation right afterwards. Okay. Right, right. But you can tell that Riley Grin has got that, we talk about the it factor. Right. He's a, he's a kid, like you wouldn't expect this blonde, bleach blonde, 160 pound kid to come out with a leather face mask and everything. <laughs> yeah. The uh, demon goat leather jacket and everything. Good looking kid. And Hell just yeah. have the most diverse skill set I've ever seen. Because he can hit you in the mouth. He can roll around with you. He's strong. I will say that. He is strong. Yeah. But he wants to beat you into submission. Yeah. And he is easily going to be one of the faces of Oklahoma wrestling. That's a whole other class we go get in. The guys right after y'all. Like, yeah, I, I, because I we said, already talked about Tyler Midas. I, I just talked about Riley Glenn. I already talked about uh, our boy in our group, Tyler Midas. And, uh, he's he's a kid that, you know, he's very good. Like, he has a couple matches. He's a uh, funny kid, got personality, good-looking kid. Um, Comes in with a golden heart-shaped sunglasses that everybody wants. Yeah. <laughs> it, it kinda, they kind of uh, resemble uh, somebody that I know. Ain't right. That, <laughs> that kind of I somebody. started coming out with the star-shaped sunglasses yeah, and everything, yeah, yeah, and then everybody was just like, oh, I need to get a piece of this action. Yeah. I need yeah. to figure out what I can do to kind of pair it off of this. I'm like, yeah. boys, yeah. You yeah. come, come on. on now. Yeah, man. Now, you brought up Brandon Groomwall ago. Yeah. I think I seen him wrestle like a, like back when Steel Rage, mm-hmm. Steel Rage Pro Wrestling, back like, man, early 2000s or so. You bringing up some old school. Yeah, because that's when I used to go, like, Back when it was at a bowling alley, like at the, around Eastland Mall, boy, like hey. that's I used to go watch it there and then, like a long time ago, I was, I was probably in my twenties then. <laughs> so <laughs> how old am I now? So funny story. <laughs> um, one of my boys from college and everything that just got married, that was a part of a ceremony. He was actually trained by Brandon Groom. Never had any matches had one practice match against Brandon Groom, and to this day, every single time I see Groom, he always asks, how's Grant doing? When's Grant gonna get back in the ring? Because <laughs> Grant had a tremendous upside, and he just never pursued anything with it. Oh, mm. damn. Because that was yeah. back when Justin, was it bad, the bad boy? Yeah. Broken Arrow bad boy? Mm-hmm. Broken Arrow bad boy. And uh, X-Cow? Oh! He, uh, he just he just made his W his uh his return back to Oklahoma for real. X-Cow, yeah, yeah. yeah. X-Cow, um, who like, else was there? Man, it was it was 
It was back a long time ago when I dial up internet. So you gotta. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just uh, bringing back like old that eighty kick. Yeah, eighty kilobyte yeah. modem and everything. Yeah. Get off yeah. the phone. I'm trying to look up at SRPW tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> man. I haven't heard anybody use dial-up since Moby Dick was a goldfish, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Let's do it. Oh, shit. Like, it's been since the 90s had retro tracks and everything. When I just brought up retro tracks with him last night. Oh, like, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you always get these remasters and everything that sounded like they came out of a tin can, but it was a lot better than the old records that they had and everything back yeah. in the 90s. Like, shoot. You want to talk about old shit? <laughs> Hey man, <laughs> if you look at my discography and everything, I got Prince and I got MJ both. Like we we respect the classics around That's here. Right. I always respect the classics. That's right. So when you guys work out and train and you know get ready for your upcoming matches and stuff, like what kind of like music or something? Oh, that's a good. Get one. you deep and prepared. Like man, I'm ready to. Since I'm the gym guy. <laughs> Everybody get yeah. Since I'm the gym guy. Um, you ain't the only gym guy. Well, you, well, you, 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 you I'm coming, there, you're coming, right? you're getting there, you're getting there, you're getting there. Uh, you're doing your job, so you know what I'm saying? A little bit more you. consistency now that I live like two blocks away from my Planet Fitness. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though you hate on Planet Fitness, I, but a passion. Listen, man, <laughs> let's not get me canceled from Planet Fitness. Man. <laughs> like, man, I, I've said some stuff back, in, like back after the pandemic, I said some stuff about Planet Fitness. I probably get me canceled with the Planet Fitness community. <laughs> but um anyway, to answer your question. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding, kidding Planet yeah. Fitness. Yeah. I don't yeah. mean it. Please don't yeah, please don't please they, don't shut down. They have a huge my, fan my, base, my, you know what I'm saying? I mean I can technically because you know a certain person works for Planet Fitness. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh what's <laughs> the guy's name? Noco? Noco, yeah, yeah. The manager. <laughs> Yeah, because can he beat Dan Weber? No. Nah, man. Can he beat Eddie LeVon? No. Nah, man. Anyways. <laughs> Is he ready for the wave of the future? No. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Anyways, um, to train to train for these matches, man, my usually thing is uh, I usually run to the gym. Uh, I don't get in my car, drive there, but I'm like, I live close to the gym. I usually run there, warm up, you know, jump rope. Uh, do some, like about five or ten rounds of jump rope. Probably do some little push-ups or squats in between them. Then I usually do my heavy lifting. I start off with my heavy sets, my PRs before I do my accessories because you do your PR PRs first. I mean you're just going to burn up energy. So I mean you start off with your uh, accessories, your reps first. You're going to burn out, so you so you can't do your heavy sets. Right. You know. Then I usually I'm starting to do more yoga. Oh, nice. Started to do more yeah. yoga, so yeah. Yeah, shout out to DDPY, by the way, because yeah, that shout stuff out to DDP. is amazing. Yeah, it's Hell yeah. Shout out to DDP. Um, but uh, I'm a big rap-influenced inf- uh, guy. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen the Dan Weber character, but he's basically if DMX and Ice Cube is fused together. Nice. Uh, with a little bit of mystical. So um, I'm big rap. Sometimes I like that you listen to a little bit of rap. Uh, but I'm a huge rap yeah. influence, like old school rap. It's a little bit of new school rap. Um, now you say old school. What you mean by old school? Because I know, I know, I know your age. So what's your old school? <laughs> my generation. Then now this is a rap podcast. Now, <laughs> yeah, let's go. My let's go. my generation uh, was. I come from that Kendrick and Cole, okay, okay uh, generation. 
took I come from good, that. That's a good generation. Generation. Yeah. I come from that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then, all right. Like when I was a young teenager, and then before that, then it was the Eminem and Lil Wayne era. Okay. Back in like, then the end, the Kanye era, which was in the Fifty Cent era. Okay. But more of the '90s. I've uh, influenced because I figured that would be more of what my character would be. Right. Uh, I, I watched. Uh, I've heard the NWAs, the, the uh, and and it's good. It's my southern friend over here, the outcast of the, yeah, uh, the UGKs. I'm okay. more of the down okay. south southern rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, a good a good friend of mine, uh, Tony Snow, who is. Um, who is a, a WFC a, a WFC guy uh, from Texas? He uh, he, me and him we used to talk a lot about rap. Hell he, yeah. he used to, he's also in the rap scene. Right, like the rap scene. So uh, yeah, that's, that's nice. What I, hey man, what I whatever gets you, to, whatever yeah, gets what the result, man. What I dabble into in the gym, man. What a, you know, it's a big gym guy though. Big gym guy. That's kind of I try I try to you know push that. You know, push that down these young guys' throat. Get in shape. Get into the gym. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can be a good wrestler, but you got to look a certain way to, you know, to like a higher level. Yeah, it's a cosmetic business. You know what I'm saying? You have to. That's, I mean, not. the part to have the part. Yeah, nowadays, you know, know, wrestling is, you know, big with all people's shapes and sizes, but. Right. I mean, people need that million dollar look. I mean, still to this day, so, you know. At the end of the day, we're in the body business. Like. There you go. If you ain't going to respect yourself by putting in the hard work to get yourself to that point where you can go. And not only go, but perform to the highest level that you can, then you're doing a great disservice to yourself. It's actually one of the things that I've been harping on to tell me about because I want my boy around. Yeah. He's a young kid still. He's only 23 years old. He's got time to reverse some of the issues that he's caused himself by being proactive on working towards it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Tony actually used to be only about 215 while he was in high school and everything. And, you know, depression and mental health, that's a big influencer and factor when it comes to (laughs) what you do. Right. And food is a big comfort item for a lot of people and everything. Like, shoot, I just made Dan Weber some jambalaya a minute ago and that that's slapped in the baby. Yeah, I, I feel ten times happier after that. <laughs> ten times happier. But no, like, well, in that situation, it's you against you, and those they have to fight the urge to. And I love to. Because uh, you want to work out, you have to maintain the right nutrition. You have to live a life where you're not damaging your body. You have to learn to recover. Okay. And then day, it's you against you. Yeah, absolutely. Because Josh remembers me when I was 450 pounds. Yep. Like he remembers me back when I was taking up an entire seat and probably had to have another seat just to balance out both butt cheeks. It's like, been uh, I love that because I uh, love you said that because if I don't shout him out, then he's probably gonna kill me. Shout out to my gym dad, uh, Ben Stedden. Uh He's been my longtime uh, gym father. Been my long. He was my trainer, my gym buddy. Uh, he's like, I mean, he's his whole thing. Uh, has always been listen man like 
your problems, everybody deals with depression. I deal with depression. But like, it's nothing better than to, you know, get up, do something about it. Yeah. Hit the gym. And, you know, that's how, that's basically how we would, that's how we express how we, you know, express the get away, to get the pain away. Is yeah. To, you know, hit the gym and make yourself look good. And that, that, that at the time, that didn't resonate to me until I started lifting with him. And then I was like, you know what? I get it because here in this gym, we're all equal. You know, yeah. I mean, everybody's here for the same reasons. You know, everybody putting the work in and just to make yourself look good and make yourself feel good. Right. I mean, so I mean, yeah. Shout out to my gym dad. Hell yeah, gym daddy. Right. You talk about overall growth. Just in the last year since I met you and everything, you've you've gone through a metamorphosis yourself. Like everybody's gone through uh, a metamorphosis at the training facility. Boy. Yeah. This guy used to have a little bit of a pooch to him, and he still does to an extent and everything. Oh, yeah, you trimming still, up, and I'm still a little fatty. <laughs> you putting it up, you putting fatty. it up top where it matters. Like oh, it's yeah. not gonna be long it's before we're transferring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, yeah. you gotta transfer just a little uh, bit from up down. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've started doing my uh, intermediate fast. Um, so during the uh, lockdown, during the pandemic, uh, before I even started training in pro wrestling, I did a uh, extreme intermediate fast where you don't eat, like you wake up, but you don't eat from nine p.m. Like no, seven p.m. to nine p.m. Like that was your, I mean, that was the mic eating. 7 a.m. to 9 p.m.? No, 7, no, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. So when wrestling so comes on. that's only a two-hour. Yeah, that's that was how, that was my diet during the pandemic. Yeah, two-hour window. To eat. To eat. Oh, okay, now yeah. I'm getting what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what I do is I wake up uh, in the morning, uh, three, day, like, three days out the week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'll run around the block, probably like two miles come back in drink a lot of water during the day and there's a reason why why that out that two-hour window yeah because wrestling came on okay <laughs> wrestling came on at seven hell yeah and i will i will prepare my meals around like 6 30 or 6 cook it and then once you know wrestling came like sit there later wrestling once wrestling came on i'll grub and then i'll literally cut off my eating uh around nine and probably go to bed i might have me like a little like late night snack probably like uh, grapes or some type of right, fruit right. Uh, like or yogurt but like I'll just drink water through the whole day and I didn't eat it's crazy that's why that's what's called extreme intermediate yeah. fasting because yeah. you're, I'm literally starving myself until I get to this two hour window so that's how I that's how I got I was so lean before yeah. I started pro wrestling <laughs> I was so lean so yeah that was damn it's crazy I know I don't know. I don't know how I did it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I did it. Whew. Now you had asked about you had asked him about his music that he listens to and everything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's. I, I want to put on a few bands and everything that the listeners might not be clued into because I'm a big music guy. Yeah. My first uh, foray into the entertainment business, I was actually in an old punk band called mm. the Ungrateful Bastards. Oh okay. Alright. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Like. We were like 19 and 22 year old kids and everything that 
were just like, oh yeah, we want to change the system and everything. We didn't know what the hell we was doing. Like, we ain't going to change. <laughs> but no, uh, I'm a big rock guy. Um, 70s and 80s rock to me is a special place to home. Uh, yeah. That's when you had ACDC, Led Zeppelin. Yes, like the, the list goes on and on. But who are a lot of motivators to me in the gym nowadays, there's actually a YouTube musician called Divide. Okay. I've actually shared a, yes. shared a few a few songs yes. by Divide. That, he does a lot of anime-inspired music and everything. It's yeah. very heavy instrumentals, yep. a lot of growls. Chunky guitar, right. I like it. Yeah. Um, it has a lot of gent-style chords and everything. Uh, all the music nerds are going to be very mad at me if I mispronounce that, and I'm very sorry, but <laughs> it's spelled D-J-E-N-T. I'm doing my best to pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Divide Music, no one thing that I listen to in the gym right now. Uh, there's also the the Champagne, yeah. the uh, band out of Kansas City that I showed you about a couple years ago and everything, yeah. which... I need y'all to release more music, dang it. I'm tired of y'all being just a cover band. <laughs> Seriously, Speakeasy was one of the best rock albums that came out within the last five years, and y'all just stopped. Justin, get on that stuff. <laughs> I, I gotta give my boy Justin hell and everything. We went to college together. So. Oh, nice. So, you guys keep talking about the, the WH... AH Dojo? Yeah, the Wrestle Against Hunger Dojo. Okay. What now where and where where is that located at? It is in uh Turley, Oklahoma. Small uh small little Turley, uh at uh, Living Living Hope Oklahoma. Fellowship, eighteen twenty one East Sixty Sixth Street North. Right I actually literally had to memorize that address <laughs> because of my actual job outside of wrestling. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm a social worker for my regular nine to five. Like yeah. we all chasing dreams and everything. Sometimes we have still to. Still gotta pay bills. We still gotta pay yep. bills, baby. That's right. Yeah. But Wrestle Against Hunger and everything, they do a food drive every third Saturday, and that's why I had to memorize the address. Okay. But, but the, the dojo itself, uh, we have a lot of great. Like all the like most of the wrestlers, half of the wrestlers we mentioned, like the young ones came off under the hunger dojo okay uh like 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 the original graduates was me like like i said like our class me corporal punishment uh romeo reese uh connor smith a lot of uh a lot of great the original now the recent graduates is Eddie LaVon, Eddie Levine, Anthony Wilde, Cappuccino Jones, Jones, El Gallardo Uno, yeah. Trench Blythe. Yeah, so so it's it's like I said, this this Oklahoma scene yeah. is mostly like you're gonna go to a show, you're gonna <clears> see a, a former graduate of the Homer Dojo. Right. And that's a fact. Like like we're kind of the in all be all of like Train facilities. I mean, there's other great training facilities. Right, they're awesome. There's core uh, training. They get they got the they got Badger James and Red James. Uh, yeah, there's uh, UWO's UWO facility down in Oklahoma City. Yeah, uh, you know that's free fuels. Okay, training facility. Uh, there's other great training facilities, but you know, the Hunger Dojo uh, guys are kind of the the one guys are kind of been you know generals of 
uh, wrestling fads that's been yeah. spread around. So yeah. I, I yeah. saw I saw on the internet uh, was a Fuego del Sol. Yeah, Fuego yeah. del Sol. He's actually going to be starting yeah. his own wrestling school. I can't wait for home. Sure. I can't wait for that. That's going to be fire. I baby. can't wait for that. That's yeah. going to be fire. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Fuego. Yeah, I've been, I've been to uh, one of the seminar uh, seminar uh, uh, seminars. Seminars. Yeah. So. Trust me, the, the cotton mouth may get a little bad here, but we still gonna get the words out. <laughs> yeah, it, it must be something in that gumbo. I don't know what it is, man. It must be something in that gumbo. Uh, might have slipped a little something in our Yeah, man. On yes. hey, what's the daisy? Yeah. Man. <laughs> Got a little true serum in there. But yeah, like, yeah, another great mom we need to stay is Flago. Um, good guy, so can't wait for that. And not only that and everything, like, you're going to get so many different styles just out of all the training schools that we have right, right. now. you got Drake down in, that runs UWO, United Wrestling of Oklahoma and everything. Drake Ellis. Yeah. Uh, he's going to teach you more of the take chance styles of wrestling and everything. He's going to teach you your fundamentals and everything. He's going to take care, care of you through all of that. But he also is going to teach you how to stand out a further right. crowd. Uh, Skylar Slice and Nathan Estrada, um, Mascara Purpura, and Brian Breaker run up core professional wrestling. Those are four cats that have so much knowledge that you can give. Shout out to them. Yes. Uh, Brian Breaker, he was in NXT and everything. Uh, Nathan Estrada, 10 year vet on the Oklahoma scene. Skylar Slice, his wife. Um, another veteran on the Oklahoma scene and everything has wrestled in multiple countries and everything. Mascara, he's another one. He was a big CMLL guy. Like okay. he was a he's a luchador and he yeah. was brought up with the traditional luchador ways and everything. Nice. In fact, if you are a luchador, go to Core Professional Wrestling's training school on Wednesdays to get taught specifically by mascara and you're gonna grow so exponentially it's not even funny hell yeah that sounds hell yeah. yeah you got a uh, fuel that runs up in Tahlequah and everything I just, uh, I just moved out of Tahlequah too yeah. yeah fuel and anarchy they're gonna teach you the old school style the same way Justin Lee is only they're gonna make sure that they also bring in that hardcore cardio mm-hmm. because they want you to be able to go yeah yeah uh, Justin Lee, he's gonna blow you up and everything, but after you're done getting blown up, then we're gonna work into your technical aspects. We're gonna teach you things on psychology. We're gonna teach you promo skills. Yeah. And that's something I'm so happy that other training schools are doing because a lot of training schools will not teach you how to cut a promo. Right, right. People don't understand how big that promo stuff is, man. Oh, like, bet, yeah. That's like, uh, I think I think I've seen something where the, the, the suckiest thing about wrestling is the actual wrestling. Like like people people want to see character work. People want to see. They want to see the, yeah. yeah. They don't yeah. care about your fifty thousand spot fest. Like fuck that. Like they, right. they want to they want to see the, the the character stuff, the moments. Yeah. Well, you what's know? the hottest storyline in wrestling right now? Like just in Oklahoma. Or well, we talking I'm just talking about, about like let's talk about the big time, the big leagues. Oh. So. Roman Reigns. If you're not gonna put the bloodline at one, you at least have to put it at one A. Yeah. Because 
Another one that I'm very big on is Cody fulfilling the prophecy. Exactly. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's not your one or one A on either one of those, then I want to know what wrestling you're watching because yeah. literally that encapsulated almost two years of storytelling, that whole bloodline. Because when Roman Reigns came back after COVID and everything, let's be real here. Roman Reigns, survivor of leukemia and everything. Every day he goes through the possibility that he may come out of remission and everything. It's a very scary reality to go into. He had to take that time off because of COVID. I understood entirely. But when he came back, we were wondering what he was going to be able to do. Because, let's be very real here, he was gone for so long. No one's going to boo a cancer survivor. Right, right. And if yeah. you if you are like you a heartless son of a bitch, boom <laughs> <laughs> oh, that son of a bitch, boom. Yeah. No, but no. When he came back and then he stuck the dagger in every single fan's hearts. That was the Roman Reigns that we've been wanting to see. That the WWE was afraid to pull the trigger on for the longest time. I wish they had pulled it sooner. True, in my opinion. In my opinion, I wish they had pulled it sooner. Because from there you had main event Jay and everything, the Usos coming in, the reemergence of Sami Zayn, the reunion of one of the greatest tag teams in professional wrestling for Ring of Honor, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They finally got back together and everything. Like this entire roller coaster of events. The fact that Roman Reigns hadn't been pinned or submitted in three years before Money in the Bank and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like Everything that they did for the last three years with Roman Reigns' character has been one of the biggest things in wrestling. Cody jumping ship from AEW to WWE, that was one of the biggest highlights. To me, I, you know me. I grew yeah. up with two brothers that are 10 and 12 years older than I am. Like, right. you know them very well. Yeah. WCW Nitro and the WWF, Raw's War, like yep. the Monday Night Wars. You didn't know what was going to happen. Who was going to go who? Right. Who was the new signee of what? Right. You did not know. Yep. And it was always something that kept you glued to your TV. Um, my brother Travis, he mm-hmm. would record Nitro. Chad would record Raw. They would trade tapes back and forth <laughs> to each other. Like, that was real. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, they were making sure that... Nothing went on in the house that they didn't know about when it came to professional wrestling. Right. Because that was the hottest freaking era. But you're also getting another, like, an ace in the hole with uh, L.A. Knight. Dude, okay. That's their that ace. Boy. That's the, that's like the one that could just stir, like, just take everything off course. Like If L.A. Knight <laughs> does not become a WWE champion, I swear to God that it's going to be the biggest crime against wrestling. He is one of the most over people in the in the WWE universe. Let's be real here. Like, LA Knight, fantastic on in the ring, fantastic on the mic. He's got the look, he's got the personality. They may chalk him down on his age, but at the same time, AJ Styles was 41 when he came into the WWE. Don't count out my boy just because hey, he's hey, 40. Hey, don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't mean to talk bad about 40-year-old people. That's right. Hey, come on. Yeah, Justin, yeah. you probably give me a stiff job. Yeah. 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 yeah, they 
they, they got it's it's such it's so much good TV going on, man, over there. Uh, it's so many. They got so many stars right now. Like even stars don't expect. Like I'm like I'm a big fan right now of. Uh, and I don't know if they're gonna bring them up of the uh, street fop, street street profits. Mm -hmm. uh, Montez Ford. I think he could be the next star too. He could be the next one too. I uh, just Montez. hope he. I just hope they don't Shelton Benjamin him because Shelton Benjamin should have had a WWE title. Well, Shelton also don't have a, a Montez Ford's charisma personality. That's okay, I'll give, that, that. That, that, I'll give you that. I mean, if if, yeah. if Shelton Benjamin would have had Montez Ford personality or charisma, it would have been a whole different story. Oh, like for sure. For oh sure. yeah, we we'd be talking about Shelton Benjamin in the same way we talk about Brock Lesnar, yeah. Batista, John Cena. That's probably one of the most stacked classes you'll. It do that sure. entire if class ever. out of two thousand and two was insane, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. So, you know, if he just had him out, if he just if he was a Paul Heyman guy, I I think he would have. Where they really messed up with Shelton Benjamin, I'll, I'll even say it right now, at the risk of getting chopped by you, Dan Weber, is when they placed him with his mama, quote unquote. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the mama's boy gimmick and everything is the ultimate shot of death to any professional wrestler, whether you're white, black, red, yellow, brown, or fuchsia. I hate okay? that so much. That woman played in an ABC television show called Thea. She played a woman with like, I don't know, about four or five kids. And like Brandy was one of the kids. And like the kids played Michael Jackson in the American <laughs> Dream. Wow. And like they were yeah. like, and it was called wow. Thea. And wow. then Thea, I saw her on WWE playing Shelton Benjamin's mom. Wow. I actually loved it. I was like, I hope this works. I hope this works. And it then didn't yeah. work. And I was like, shit. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, I was actually right. for Shelton Benjamin's mom because I love Thea. Growing up on ABC, that's crazy. That's hilarious. My my whole thing is with that though is because I remember my tape study and everything. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a big proponent of the '70s and '80s style of wrestling and everything because that's when psychology worked. Mm -hmm. Like right. you didn't have a whole bunch. And I'm gonna sound like the biggest hypocrite in the world when I say this. You didn't have big guys doing small guy moves. Right. You had people that were making wrestling psychology work. Like, you... Outside of Bam Bam Bigelow and outside of frickin' Vader, of course, because those were the two big men that were allowed to do the moonsault. Right. But hey, I think Bigelow, Bam Bam Bigelow could go, though. He can oh, he he go. He'll go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, you ever watch a. I know this sounds. You ever watch Hogan? Like, Hogan, Hogan's style in America. It's completely different than Hogan wrestling in, in Japan. Japan. Yes, sir. Like, I mean, Hogan, Hogan gets technical as hell. It. Yeah. Like, that. yeah. That's one of the big things that Justin actually exemplified during our tape study and everything the last time. Uh, Hogan, when he went up against uh, Muda and everything, mm -hmm. he was making possibly one of the best technical wrestling showcases that you would have ever seen. And... It was always the question, why did Hulk Hogan wrestle so safe in America versus how he wrestled in Japan? Right. 
it goes over, it comes down to this, he's over in America, he doesn't have to work nearly as hard, he can do the big old boots, the leg drop, that's it, it's over, he can have a very easy night, yeah. all he has to do is sell his ass off when he's getting beat up, right. and then he's, he's hulking up, yeah, he's yeah. going to hit you yeah. with the three punches, the big boot, the scoop slam, and then the leg drop, and it's game over. Yeah. In Japan, he's the gaijin. He's the outsider. Great Muda. One of the biggest stars in Japan. He's going to have to step his game up. Yeah. Like, because that's, that's their style out there. That's their thing. Yeah. Like, you got to, you got to, when you go, when you go over there overseas, man, you got to perform a different type of way. Right. We're over here with Americans, you know, you know, our attention spans are, we like the big flashy movies. Yeah, you know? We like yeah. the big. We like the stuff that. Oh, high that. impact, yeah. dynamic yeah, yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Is he gonna die? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a real to life story on the wrestling scene in the Indies because I've seen a lot of people pulling off moves that were scary as hell. Yeah. Like, that. Pyro one time asked me if I wanted to take a Canadian destroyer. I said, "Oh hell no." <laughs> One, I don't, I can't do a backflip, my boy. Like, I can do front flips just fine, but you ask me to do a backflip, you out your mind. I will hope you never take one in general. I hope nobody never takes one. This isn't Canadian Destroyers, man. Uh, Don't get me started. So what exactly is that for me? Because I'm not It is a front flip pile driver. Holy shit. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. Holy shit. Yeah, no. I'm good. Yeah. 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 That's all right. You know what I like? I like when just people just put people in headlocks and just, you set yeah. like, yeah. and then you grind your fist in their yeah. face and you <laughs> really just maul the shit out of people. I like that kind of grimy, grimy wrestling. One of the things I started doing in my headlocks and everything is what I call the chicken flap and everything. It's when I just bang <laughs> that elbow right into the side of their head right. and yeah. it. Hell yeah. Tighten it up. Yeah. You get sink it is. I don't want to hear your brains pop out. Yeah. Yeah. Ratchet strap. <laughs> that bitch down. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might steal I like the Go for it. Yeah. That's all you, baby. You yeah. take it. You take that. Oh. Fish hook <laughs> five seconds or four seconds. And <laughs> yeah, man. Like we, hey, man. What about that? Yeah, man. Well, we. Like, I'm not a big fan of the spots stuff. Like, I'm a fan of it if it's, like, psychology within what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I mean, like, why, like why, why, are we, why are we doing this move knowing that's not going to make sense? Or why are we doing this knowing that's not going to make sense? Right. Like, storytelling is what's, is what's better. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, if we're not telling a story, then what are we doing? Like, it's not going to put money in either. If you're, you're just doing something big and scary to do something big and scary, what's, what's the point? How are we going to sell this for next week when they yeah. want to come in? They gotta go park. They gotta right. buy popcorn. Right, and I One of the biggest things that you told me during my feud with Umbra is why the fuck are you taking a German suplex from him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like, first of all, um, first of Umbra. all, Umbra don't even do suplexes. I don't know why. I don't know why he started doing German suplexes for that match, but it was the only thing that he wanted Umbra. to do. And I'm like, bro, Umbra don't yeah. even do suplexes. That 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 doesn't match his thing. Two, if you're that big, and Justin got on to me this because when I wrestled Johnny Dynamite uh, last year, 
uh, at, at WFC Christmas show, he was like, don't ever let him give you a, a German again. Granted, I took it well. Yeah. I, made a, I made Johnny Dynamite look great. But he was like, you're literally 100 pounds bigger than this man. Over-exaggerating, he's not. But, but he was like, why? Like, like it doesn't yeah. make sense for you to take that right knowing you're this big so i mean make it make sense guys yeah make yeah. it make sense yeah and that's another thing that justin talks to me a lot too because he's not a big fan of me doing the swanton bomb he's not really even a fan of me even going to the middle rope to do jack all like he wants me to stay on the ground for he's good so reason he's so old school <laughs> But at the same time, sometimes you have to take chances and you have to take risks. Right. But make sure that the risks and the chances you're taking aren't going to end up being your biggest detriment in the ring either. Because that's when accidents happen. That's when bones get broken. Uh, Donovan Era, uh, one of the most talented wrestlers that we have in the scene and everything, hasn't been seen since October. Was it October? Last year. Yeah, whenever he went up against Dmitry Alexandrov and tore his knee out. Yeah, I think it was October. But yeah, Donovan Era, he... Boy looks like Uncle Rico. Like, <laughs> yeah. straight up, he looks like Uncle Rico. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> he look, he looks but the boy him. can go. Yeah, man. Sorry, I, I've, yeah. I've been staring at these. Hey, oh, they uh, They're the green apple. Mm -hmm. They're fucking delicious. I'm gonna put them up because otherwise I'm gonna eat another one. <laughs> no, I still gotta function. Like right, we have, we have, we have. You good? Hey, you good, baby? You good? All right. Hey, you just take them Eddie's from Eddie. That's some branding that ain't that. Eddie's from Eddie. Eddie's from Eddie. Man, Eddie LeBron all night long. Eddie's gonna kick in. Those are fucking good, man. Holy shit. Really yeah, good. the mm -hmm. strain is jealousy too, and everything. So it's actually a really good strain. Um, I don't know where I picked those up at and everything, but you know how it goes. That's yeah. one of those things. Yeah. So. I don't want to be like talk about rumors and nothing. But I remember when there was Compound. Was it Compound Pro yeah, Wrestling? Yeah, Compound Pro Wrestling. Right. Was it like a 51st and Memorial? Perfect that, practice. Yeah, it's perfect practice. practice. Where that be yeah, that baseball place? Yeah, yeah. Like, is that not? there anymore? Or is that no. something So else? Compound closed down in 2020 right after the pandemic started. Okay. Okay. Their last big event they had Ricky Starks come in. Really? Yeah. Which that was a trip because Ricky Starks one of the one of the best trash talkers. <laughs> <laughs> he beat CM Punk last night. He beat CM Punk last night. Okay. For, for the Owen Hart that Owen Hart Memorial Tournament. Yeah, I've seen that. That was on AEW last night. So just Heads up to Ricky Starks. Congratulations for yeah, you know, winning that. So, shout out to you, Ricky. And that, you know, Wrestle Tulsa now. Oh, uh, well, Ricky, awesome. Ricky Starks has had a meteoric rise because he hasn't been in the game for that long. It's only been about six or seven years for him, hasn't it? Yeah. And he just started off the same way as us. Like, we, we all start small. Yeah. We go into other places. We take chances. We take risks. Yeah. We bet on ourselves. That's the number one thing that... A lot of coaches will tell you is do not get complacent. Just because you have a big audience in Oklahoma doesn't mean you made it. Small you need to go to wherever you are able to go to. 
Yeah. You need to experience wrestling outside of the state. Um, I'm getting into the Texas scene. I've wrestled in Kansas. I've wrestled in Arkansas. I've wrestled in New Mexico. Nice. It's, I just did that in one year's time, and uh, that Prius has had a quite a, quite a few miles put on it. <laughs> but I'm saying this right now. If you're a professional wrestler, the best car you can get is a Prius because that thing it drives you everywhere. miles per gallon. Holy cow! Maybe we need why a just, Prius. Why just stop at wrestling? Wait, why just, yeah, we need just one. Just get a fucking Prius, guys. Yeah, like, just holy get a Prius. Shit. I need a Prius. Well, that's not true. My company had a Prius, and that's what they would send us out in, like to go travel wherever. And they thought it was always funny. They're like, "Give Josh the Prius today," and I'd be like, "So what am I taking? Like the Suburban or something?" Like, no, they gave you the Prius. I'm like, again? Like I can't even fit. They put me. My side, all six six of me, and I was I wasn't as big as me now, but I was still a big guy. And another dude that was six five and twice my size, and then another guy who was twice the size of both of us in the back seat. And when I tell you right now, that car rode at a tilt. Like it literally, <laughs> like I'm a big guy, and my side was lifted up because of these dudes sitting in the passenger in the back seat, and they got a kick out. They thought it was the greatest thing ever. Hit that free will motion. Put a bunch of fat boys in a Prius, man. Come on, man. That's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, that's Damn. Funny. That's funny. But I will. That being said, though, we need a Prius. All right. <laughs> I will say the new Priuses actually have more of a sports car design in there. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, um, they do look a little more flashy now. I like that. They can actually comfortably get a guy that's six foot seven in the driver's side. Nice. So, nice. That's, that's one of the big things that they were bragging about because. A lot of the professional wrestlers on the scene and everything, they try and get into a Prius they can't fit and everything. Right, right. Well, not just professional wrestlers, sports athletes in general. Because, yeah. let's put it this way, if... Okay, if you've got Nikola Jokic, Jokic? Yeah. What, what's his last name? Nikola Jokic? Yeah, Nikola Jokic and everything. He's a big guy, yeah. Yeah, Jokic. huge dude. Nikola Jokic. He's a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he he drove he drove a Prius for the longest time and everything because very sensible car and everything. Right. This boy is seven feet tall. <laughs> he had to lean that seat so far back. Oh yeah, like he yeah. was driving out of the back seat. Yeah. <laughs> you just take the front seat out and sit in the back seat. Then. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying, that's his car just to get around in just in America. Yeah. Like, just to go to practice and stuff. And when he yeah, see, he goes home to Serbia. Yeah. yeah. Lives on his farm. And, <laughs> Like, I mean, I, I, I got to come to America just go to work, like play basketball afterwards. I get to go home and right. live on oh, my yeah. farm, play with my horses, and drive around all up. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, 54 miles to the gallon, you can't go wrong with the Prius. No, If man. you wanted to get a good-sized mid-level SUV and everything, the new Highlanders are getting 44 miles per gallon and everything. Shit. So, so what's the, who are you riding with and what kind of education you getting on the road? Like, I know you... You gotta oh. talk. You, you talk ideas. You talk stories. You got. You talk business. So no. my usual writing crew. This is breaking kayfabe, and I'm sorry, Justin. <laughs> but usually I'm riding with El Gallardo Uno, Trench Blythe, Colton Philippot, Badger James. Like we load up deep into the Prius. Yeah. Right. If I don't have those four in there, it's me. Tony Snow, and from time to time, depends on if he needs a ride or not, Romeo Reese. Because 
all the times that I'm rolling with my boys and everything, we're always talking about where we want to go, what we want to do. Yeah. Because we're still young and hungry. Like, we want that life and everything. Right. Now, Tony Snow, he's the oldest one out of all of us. He's y'all's ages and everything. He's a manager. But at the same time, he is one of the biggest trash-talking experts. He brought back Sweat Hog as an insult to Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was trained by Tay Long. Yeah, he was trained by nice. Tay Long. Nice. He was trained by Tay Long. That's pretty cool. In fact, we got Tay Long coming up to WFC Extravagant Slams in prior on August 5th. What? Shameless ah. plug. A little bit. Hey. Plug it. Plug it away. Plug yeah, it away. We're going to wait until the end to plug all the stuff. Yeah, but, you yeah know. for sure. Yeah. So, Teddy Long, you say, WFC, prior, prior August 5th. Mm-hmm. Yep, Extrava yeah. Slams. Uh, Extrava Slams. I like that. Not only are we getting Teddy there, we're also getting JTG. We're also getting... Um, One half of the former champions. Yeah. Crime time. Yeah. 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 Rest in peace out. to Shaq Gaspar. Rest in peace. Shaq. Yeah. That's right. Uh, we also getting Scotty Too Hottie there. Yeah. We what? EC3. Yeah, we get Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, like that. You gotta say it twice. That is Extravagant Slams. You gotta say it. Yeah. Extravagant Slams is quickly becoming one of the biggest wrestling events of the entire Oklahoma area. We did the first one last year and we had Control Your Narrative come in for a freaking invasion. We had EC3, we had Tino Valentino, we had Leo Fox, we had Kirk Kirk Gannon. We had who's the fifth guy? For them? No, it was a four on four. It was a four on four. Yeah, it was a four on four. Sorry, too many blows to that. <laughs> man, man. Right, right, right. But we also had Cowboy James Storm come in to take on um, Sam Stackhouse. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like that event last year blew the roof off the place. What did we have? About fifteen hundred? Something like that. About around there. Yeah, fifteen hundred yeah. in the Mays County Event Center and everything down in Pryor. Nice. One of the most state of the art facilities we got in Oklahoma because that place was nice. That is one of the nicest buildings I have wrestled in so far. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So like when Teddy Long comes out and he says the next match, it's gonna be a tag team match, right? Probably. Are oh, you gonna wrestle the Undertaker? No. Honestly, I want I him so. to. I want him to pull that joke and everything and said, "Oh wait, he's not on the contract here. Yeah. Never mind." But you know, <laughs> right. tonight you're wrestling the Undertaker. Like, I love Teddy right. Long when he said that. Like, oh, right. uh, dude, I like it when he was the manager for Doom. Dude, yeah. okay, so that's something that a lot of people don't realize and everything. Because a lot of the wrestling fans that came up with me and Weber were watching and everything, they only saw Teddy Long when he was a happy-go-lucky general manager of SmackDown and everything. They didn't see the vicious, sadistic, opportunistic Teddy Long. He, they don't know about how he used to be, what he used to do when he was that dude. Right he up. was literally one of the biggest slime ball heel managers that you could come across. Now, granted, I'm a big Jim Cornette guy. I'll always say that Jim Cornette is one of my favorite managers to ever watch and study promo. Too. Right. Um, Paulie Dangerously, of course. Paul Heyman, that's another big one. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Right. Teddy yeah. Long. Um, another really good one was Sonny, but she was the first 
female manager that actually got out there and everything and did a thing. Yeah. But, right. you know, that's something that a lot of cats don't realize because they don't actually go back and do the wrestling uh, research and everything. Because if you just want to see Teddy Long when he's, you know, holla, holla, holla and everything, that's fine, that's cool. But if you want to learn that old school method, that psychology, you want to see what brought him to the dance? That's when you have to go see that Doom match. That's when you have to see him at his best. That's why I had Ron Simmons and Butch Reed. Right? Two big bad motherfuckers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ron Simmons, dude. Shoot, yeah, man. But that goes with like a lot of old school shit. You got to go back and watch. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people remember when I was just known for doing the shoulder tackle and shaking my big fat ass everywhere. Like... Mm. That's what got me the biggest pops. That's still what gets me a huge ass pop. Yeah, man. That, that, when I first hit that first spine buster, my first show, now everybody want to fucking see that shit. <laughs> everybody like, you gonna hit the spine buster tonight? I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe. people usually just want to see me get my ass kicked because That's, I talk a lot of trash. You do, you do the top of shit. Yeah. Oh. Like. I'll just be trying to make the referee break sometimes and everything. Like, I'll pull him over and I say, hey, we need to talk about this fan because his breath is an OSHA violation just waiting to happen. That could peel paint, baby. Right. There is a Geneva <laughs> Convention law against his breath particularly. It was the base component for mustard gas. Like, come on now. Yeah. We can't be having him in the front row. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what's all about. Oh, just covering his face. Like, He's just like, no, oh. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> No, I actually have had a fan try and climb the barricade one time on oh, me. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You, you ever see the old ladies in the crowd? You ever just... Oh, too. Like, yeah, you old bag. What are you doing? Do you want to talk about Granny Hoaxa or should I? I got mad Granny Hoaxa stories, but you go ahead. Uh, so Granny Hulkster is the resident super fan for WFC. Yes. Uh-huh. Pretty much around the area, too, because right. it don't matter. She lives in Arkansas. She will travel to frickin' Tulsa for a WFC event. Hell she yeah. Do not, she does not care. That's awesome. But she's just one of the biggest crowd marks that we have. Like, mm-hmm. she... She'll get in before the event. She'll figure out whose faces, whose heels, and everything. Yeah. And she'll be one of the things that keeps the crowd going. Yeah. Like, she's... And you have to have that to a certain extent. Because if this is somebody's first WSC show, they don't know who's all a face and who's all a heel. Now, granted, they're going to figure out eventually. Yeah, yeah. Because the moment Ada LeVon starts talking trash while stomping a mud hole in somebody, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Or the first time Dan Weber hits that big right hook on somebody and just knocks their head off. Yeah, well, <sighs> Granny, man. Oh, Granny. She is good for the crowd. She's great. I just get tired. I'm, I'm trying to keep it PG. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to not, you know, lose none of my uh, loyal fans. I'll I, I keep, I keep it to myself. <laughs> no, I hate her ass, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate her ass, man. She ain't the only one, though. She ain't the only one, but Jesus, man. Hey, at least we don't have to deal with uh, the dog anymore. Because Which her, dog? her son used to bring in the dog oh, all the, the dog? time. Oh, I would want to murder that little motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> a freaking chihuahua that kept yapping off. 
Oh, oh god. my god. Punk kicked that little thing. We find the chihuahua's name was Kayfabe. Oh, Kayfabe the chihuahua. Nah, nah, it's about the brain was mysterious. I'm about I'm gonna come flushing Kayfabe. Shit, dude. Fucking She ain't the only fucking one, though. Like, it's these. It, I mean, I'm okay with your being a mark, our fan, but there's certain marks that I fucking hate, man. Like the marks that act like they they know the business or they know us as who we are outside of what we do. And nine times out of ten, they don't know shit. Like, yeah, they don't know shit. And and I don't want to say they're. I'm mutual on them how they are on the business, but I just want like those hardcore aggressive ones. Like it's kind of like dealing with a, a sports fan, like, yeah. aggressive sports fan. Yeah, I'd like, say a stand, my man, because or a stand, like, yeah, or a stand, like because some of them do get a little too into it. Yeah, man, like, 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 like the, the worst. amount of people on Alex Royal's nuts is amazing to me it's crazy. because for the longest time he was the most hated heel in all of Oklahoma. And they love him for some reason. They love him. That's well, I mean, fickle. The mob is fickle. Yeah, exactly. Just a, I guess he was good. Bunch of, bunch of followers, sheep, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, listen, man. that with those. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I refuse to listen to a fan that doesn't know how to wash their ass. Exactly. Like, Boy, but here's the thing. Because man. that's the thing. A lot of them don't know how to wash up. They don't know how to use deodorant. A lot of them only have about three teeth to the name. Like, let's be real here. Like, I'll be real with you as well. These are the kind of people when they do wash their ass, they wash their ass and then they wash their face. Boy. Like, yep. they don't, they do, out, they they don't wash face order. first, ass, they go they ass, wrong then order. wash <laughs> their face. So yeah, they, they do it all they backwards same, anyway. And, and it's the same washcloth same, they've been using since cloth. the last time they took uh, the bath. Yeah, it's, it ain't yeah. literally in about three years. And then you say that, and you question about the ring rats. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Whoa. <laughs> you yeah. question about the ring rats. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. that's what's coming. Well, this rags the riches. In this state. Bags. In this state, in Oklahoma, that's what's coming to the show. Booty rags right. the riches. The, 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 the rats with the no teeth. Yeah, that's what's coming. Hey. <laughs> the no teeth ones. That's what's coming. Hey, we'll, we'll keep it real with you and everything. You ain't had nothing until you had that gummer, baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I kid, I kid. I ain't had no gummer. Uh, I, was like, I, I, I keep shaming your brother. I keep shaming your brother. Well, Bro. you know the first four letters in market are M-A-R-K. Exactly. And you just tell these marks to keep buying the stuff yeah. and keep moving along. Hey, listen, I man. I don't, I don't come to Waffle House and tell you how to flip them Fucking waffles. Right. Don't exactly. Come to, don't come right. to my job and tell me how to slap a motherfucker in the mouth. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't do that. I don't come to the uh, fucking Burger King and tell you how to fucking cook them damn burgers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you see, you you being bold and everything. Let's be real here. A lot of them are on disability. Like I, I told them fan the other day and everything. Just. Feel free to keep buying my merch and everything, because I'd hate to run out of that magical Uncle Sam money. Mm, that's a bar. That's a bar. Damn. No, like, I get attacked from my size all the time, and I could give a, I could give a rat's furry ass if you hate me. Yeah. Like, 
I said it one time the best way. Hate me, vilify me, I'll suffer your slings and arrows, and you can bask in contempt in my outrageous fortune, dreaming to be half the man that I am. That's right. Hell yeah. You can hate me all you want. Just give me money. Yeah, you can hate me all you want. Just buy my buy my shit. Yep. Hate me. You, yep. you pay a ticket. You pay the ticket just to come to pay, just to just come to come be hateful. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, you bought a ticket. That means I'm doing my job. Yep, that's right. Exactly the point. Now, granted, when when I'm being nice and everything at all these really good, classy establishments and everything, you know, I'll do my best to you know just say les le bon temps les baby let the good times roll. I got that boonan for you, baby, right here. Like hit it up and. Real talk, all the places where I'm at, where I am, where I'm a good, good person, quote unquote, I've done some of the most savage stuff. <laughs> How I won the WAH Living Hope Championship is I put a dude in a coffin and closed the lid. Hell yeah. Like, I wasn't there for that night, but I heard about it. That casket match. That was after five months of nothing but hardcore matches with that dude. Right. I broke that dude's nose with my favorite gumbo pot. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The same one you cooked the Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, still got the blood in it? No, I, I cleaned it everything, right. but it's still got his face on it. Can't yeah, leave that season. I don't, I don't want that ombre juices all over. That's in. right. I don't need the ombre juices in there. <laughs> That's why I didn't say anything until after you ate it, because I knew you'd raise a steak. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Hey. That's so you won a living fellowship title by putting someone in a casket. Yeah, I won the living hope title. That is actually, I never would have thought of that, but like living, a, the living fellowship title yeah, in a casket match. Wrestling. <laughs> yes. Wrestling. Well, see, I've seen, I've seen somebody win a TV title match on an untelevised dark match before. Figure that one out. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, this match wasn't televised? How'd he win the TV title? <laughs> well, that was just like just incredible back in the day when ECW had gotten taken off the air and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, his big gripe was he was a TV champion for a cha for an organization that didn't have TV anymore. That's mm -hmm. how he ended up becoming one of the first one of the last ECW heavyweight champions and everything. That's how he beat Rhino for the frickin' title, pretty much. Before Rhino got it back, of course, but right. you know. And just that old school mantra, you don't see that anymore. Like, Just Incredible was the guy when he had almost no reason to be. By the way, tell me when we need to wrap, start wrapping this up, okay? Oh, you're good. Oh, you're, you're good, good man. Yeah, because I know that we talk and... and oh, we no, man. That's, all, man. that's awesome, man. Keep going. Yeah. You, guys no, are, you guys are good. Yeah. Well, man, if that's the case, is there anything you... You guys have matches coming up. Your opponents, I know they're working hard. They want to take your titles. When and where can we see you guys? Take our titles. <laughs> that's defend, so, that's defend your championships next time. Take our titles. So Wrestle Against Hunger is the is home for me. It's home for you too. Facts. Um, our next event for Wrestle Against Hunger is actually this Saturday at seven o'clock. Uh, what's the actual date? Let me see what I got. Uh, is it July twenty second. July twenty second. July. Yeah, this will come out tomorrow, so it'll okay. be plenty. Yeah, it'll be cool, plenty. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. July twenty second. Okay. Um, we have Extrava Slams are coming up on the 5th, of course, of August. 
Then we have the next WH show Set. because they're all segmented. Yeah, there's a gentleman's agreement between all the promoters in Oklahoma. We try not to counter book with each other. Right. September 9th. September 9th is the next WFC show. Okay. Um, UWE showdown next month. That's when Wave the Future. We're gonna see if we can get all the gold, baby. Hell yeah. Well, because actually, 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 that is on September, I believe, too. Didn't he say it was next month? No, there, there, there's actually a media, a media day for uh, UWE on oh, the okay. date on the date of uh, somewhere next month of August. So we'll definitely put out the yeah. the, the, the day on that. So it's a media day. Uh, it's gonna be huge press conference. It's gonna be huge for the state. It'll be huge for the city of Tahlequah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be some good some good stuff. And then and then showdown will be in September. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it's a lot of great good dates coming up. Man, that sounds like a that sounds like a lot of good wrestling coming yeah. up. Yeah, we stay do. We stay busy, man. We stay busy. Yeah, I just reached my seventieth match this weekend too. Nice. Oh, you keep counting those? Yeah. <laughs> Justin told me to keep count of them. And I was like, you 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 already telling me this like. At like forty five matches, right? Yeah. Like, jokes on you. I already been keep track. Dave, you listen to Justin? Oh, I'm sorry, coach. <laughs> I'm sorry, coach. I'm sorry, coach. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I love you, man. I love but you, man. no, like, you can see us all over the state every single Saturday, sometimes Sundays, and Friday bookings are kind of you know hit and miss sometimes. Right. Let's put it this way: a lot of people don't like to book on a Friday because. You, it's always a grab bag. You don't know whether or not your people are actually going to be able to make that call, make right. that show. Because we got people coming from all over the state. Um, Core is a really good one that does their shows on Fridays. Um, UWE, they do their shows on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday shows, that's uh, Brand and Groom almost exclusively. Yeah, yeah, especially in this area. Yeah, especially in this area. But yeah, like July twenty second, WAH, August fifth, WSC. Then we've got the next. We're we're just all over the place. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to get right. a list. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, if you guys ever Listen, want man. us to promote anything, like hey, that, uh, yeah. go ahead and follow my man, uh, A. Levon on Facebook. Uh, he'll have all the uh, all the cards, not the cards, but all the uh, posters posted. Follow right. your man, Shotgun Dan Weber. Uh, I'll also I'll also be I'm also on social media as well. Okay. Um, so also, yeah. Levon TikTok, baby. That's oh yeah, Levon TikTok. I, I need to get one of them. It's one of these days. Yeah. Hey man, yeah. that's how saying? I got that contact in New Jersey. I'm oh. trying to get out there. Nice. Dude. I'm about to get one of them. Yeah. Uh, I like to shout out Oakland fan for having you number one. Yes. Hey, this is hard work and dedication, man. Yeah. That's all right. blood, sweat, and tears. I, I, that's I, right. I've been preaching that since my. Uh, the good guy in me has been preaching that since uh, day one, since 20, 2021, since my debut. Hard work, dedication, putting that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and it'll lead you to different, all type of avenues in life. So once you put in that work, ain't no telling where, where life could take you. Yeah. And what's the bad guy in you say? Get fucked and get good? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Should, well, should, should, I, should the, the bad guy, Dan Weber, say? What he wants to say? Uh, fuck them people. That's what he wants to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
fuck right. many people. That's right. Well, all right. Well, then, we we'll appreciate you gentlemen for yeah. coming on. Thank you, guys. Uh, we appreciate awesome. your time and uh, your your good words, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. It's been a blast. Thank you all so much. For sure. Anytime. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, under there. There we go. that, what do we always say? Man, keep them dogs clean. Almost live. Got done watching Barroom bar Heroes. Bar Heroes, man. The Lote Luchador wrestling documentary. Man, that was a great fucking documentary. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. Like, I'm ready to watch it again right now. Yeah, I swear I saw Fred. I saw Fred. Fred, Bear, Fred Bearcheck managed to make this documentary. Of all, pe- of of all, all people, people, it's Fred. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. We're currently out in the Bend, Oklahoma, just uh, taking some back roads back to Punk City and decided to uh, not sit here in silence the whole time and actually yeah. actually record something, get something out of this drive back. Enjoy the silence. <laughs> currently, there is a gigantic cloud. Like, it's the biggest fucking cloud I've ever seen. Yeah. It's just black. It's just all black. And then there's slivers off in the distance on each side of a little bit of light of the day dying out. It but. looks like it's directly over uh, Ocho Encampment Powwow. Oh, yeah. Over that red rock, like directly over it. It like, does, doesn't it? No it, escaping it, guys. That black cloud's over y'all's village. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Fucking barroom heroes. That was a fucking it was a really good documentary. Um, I don't remember the guy that directed it now. Do you remember his name? Uh, guy Proxima Bear. On his, on Instagram. That's on his Instagram. Name. Um, actually, you know what? I'll take the five seconds to just go look that up real fast. Since I'm, I just typed it in right before we started doing this. Oh, God. I'm trying to drive and do this at the same time. Logan Walter. Yeah. He's, uh, he, I believe he's the man that directed it. It's funny what he said. It turned out to be like a 15-minute. Yeah, it just kept turning into longer and longer and longer and getting more things to put in there. And having all those years worth of footage, just yeah, stacked up. So this was all filmed in like what 2021, 20, 22, something like that. Yeah. Or no, or yeah, something before something. and after. Yeah. And then they had their first show back after the pandemic and. And then the first or the first sequel to Mayo back, man, I didn't know. I knew they. I knew from you that they put on the single de Mayo shows. I had no idea they have Luchador wrestling in the bar. Yeah. In a little eight it, by eight, is it eight by eight or ten by, by ten eight, or something like something that. Like super small. Yeah, little little mat, dude. The ring. That shit looks awesome. We have got to go to that. We have got to go to that. That's going to be so much fun. I just want to get really high and then go watch some fucking wrestlers throw each other around in a tiny, tiny ring. Yeah, I thought they just did it during, a lo- like, Cinco de Mayo. Right. I didn't know they had it, like, regularly. Yeah, yeah. 
that's really cool though man that's a, that's a cool gimmick for a bar like that's a that that's that's a way to draw people in and it's crazy they get hated on by other wrestlers um you know uh, i can understand why but right. i can understand like i mean i got you know, i can't understand why i'm like oh, man you know it's Some people like to watch um, car crashes when it comes to races. Some people actually like to watch the races. So people have different flavors, man. Right, like, yeah. People are into di- watching different things, so. Yeah. I, From what I saw, I think it's fucking awesome. Like, I, I'm down for it. I think it's great. I can't wait to go watch it, watch it live. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all about that. Like, the show, like, the comedy part of it, like... I'm there for that. Like that's gonna, that's fucking awesome. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Next year, I think I'm gonna rent a, I'm gonna rent a room at the Mayo. For show. And um, totally just next year, I feel I feel like Toke Signals will be doing something that'll be involved. Yeah. In some Elote Luchador wrestling, not in the wrestling, but like we'll be there doing some like documenting of some sort. Oh, yeah. Some recording of some sort. I, I just, I, I feel it in my bones. I, well, I got a film of it. Um, I recorded a little bit. Yeah. From yeah. the last time. I got, I have a couple of videos from the two, like, two matches that, that I got to watch. Next year, we're going for the match, like, all of them. Like, I don't. I, full I, go? Yeah, dude. We'll go to the full fucking go. I'm, I think that'd be great. I was so sad we had to leave, but I get it. We had a, we had a reason. But uh, it was awesome. Those those two matches that, that that we end up watching. I just wanted to rain puffy tacos from the sky. No shit. Oh, oh you like me? Fucking that that blows my mind. So they just drop tacos from the from the roofs with parachutes. That is fucking genius. I want to try to catch one in my mouth. Yeah, see, I like when I watched the trailer for this. It was like from three years ago. Yeah, because it was supposed to come out in like what 2021 or something like that. 2020 or I 2020. Guess. Yeah, no, man. That's COVID, right. man. COVID was another. COVID changed a lot of things, dude. Sure did. Yes, it did. Oh, it just. I don't know, man. Well, look back now. I was like, man, where were we? Bamboozled? Were we hoodwinked by Coven? Hornswoggled? Rucker Crucker? Yeah. Bushwhacked? Did we get bushwhacked by some Coven? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was a nice setup. They had a taco bar afterwards. Dude, yeah. They had a taco bar, margarita. I was like, like they were giving out margaritas and shit. Were they really? I think they were free. I don't know. Maybe they were charging, but damn, I would have. No, I wouldn't. No, I mean, I would have had a virgin margarita. You are a virgin margarita. I mean, who has? I mean, who? Who really has a virgin margarita anyway? <laughs> I mean, think about it, like, I'll take a. You just drink the the margarita mix. Yep. Just give me the margarita mix on the rocks. Thank you. Like I wouldn't even bother drinking a margarita if it wasn't alcoholic. I mean, I, I would just drink a 
don't just drink know. tequila? I drink, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just drink tequila. I would just drink a lemonade or some shit. Like, I know I'm not going to get a buzz out of drinking a margarita. Bombay lemonade. Mm. Tell you what, man, that is that is a good mix. What, what I was drinking. You know, gin comes from the juniper berries. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That was a random question we had on our show. That is correct. I forgot about that. Yeah, I got done. Um, podcasting with, mm, with Eddie Levon and Shotgun Weber, man, that was pretty. That cool, was man. awesome. That was a good. That was a good fucking time. I think Toke Signals might have found another lane to go into. Are we about to become a wrestling podcast? You think? I thought we were just kind of everything. Like, I mean, we are everything, I guess. Yeah. All right, never but I'll jump into being a wrestling podcast. I like talking to people that wrestle. Yeah, and we met we met quite a few tonight. Oh, we did. We passed out cards. Yep. That's yep. awesome. Made dude. some made some made some good made some good connections tonight, man. Some good some good connections tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like meeting that old uh, Sam Stackhouse. That dude, whatever, because, well, I don't want to talk about it too much, because, well, never mind, if you're listening to this, you've already listened to the podcast, because this is going to be at the end of it, so, shit, alright, never mind, but, I, I want to, I'm going to have to go look up this man, and watch him do some of this crazy shit that I was hearing about, like, I guess he's a big man that flies around, and I like that. I like to watch a big man move. I like agility. That's right. I like uh, I like to watch the big meat fly through the th- fly through the ring. Oh, sh- oh shit! Oh shit! I'm riding it, riding Red Rock, right there, man. <coughs> right there, no towing Cameron. <coughs> Seeing lightning strike right now. Heaven. What if this is just like a super fucking storm right here that just built up? Because like, guys, this is it's like it's pitch black in front of us. But yet, if we look to the left, and we look to the right, well, not anymore because the right's been engulfed. Oh, there it is over there. You can see the you can see the sun setting still, but right over the top of us, gigantic black fucking cloud. And now there's lightning. Yeah, I think, I think we might be seeing a uh, what they call a superstorm. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah, I've been watching too fun. much. Uh, I've been watching too much fucking uh, disaster movies lately. Oh, what was it? We watched 2012 the other day. Just because I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah. Yeah. I really bought into 2012. It let I, me down. It I let me down. I, yeah. I never really bought into it. But it was always in the back of my mind. So I, so I guess I kind of did. I don't know. I don't know. I was scared. Apparently I had some shit to live for back then. We live we lived through so many of the uh, the world is ending things. 
You know, mm-hmm. like the world's the world was supposed to have ended about four or five times now, or at least have some dr- drastic change. But you know what's funny about 2012? That year, like the sun put off like a giant like solar ray or whatever, like it, like emitted a bunch of solar emission or whatever, and it was so big that uh, if if, if it would have hit our planet, it basically would have fried everybody. But something happened, and it last minute knocked it off course. And uh, it the, 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 the ray or the wave or whatever went below the Earth instead of directly at us, which, which, which is the way it was supposed to go. Like something deflected it and bounced it away from us. You say, what? Yeah. Like some sort of last minute yeah. fifth element shit. Yeah, so like we were supposed to have died and it turns out it happened at that December whatever 2012 date. But somehow it got deflected. I forgot what it's called. You could actually look it up. It's on. It's called Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis saved us. Oh God. Bruce Willis. Armageddon. Oh shit. Bruce Willis, Chris Tucker, <laughs> Mio Slavojevich, Mia, Mia, gonna have Oh shit! Oh, never mind. What? You're t- you're talking about Fifth Element? Yeah, I, was I don't know why I thought about. I was thinking of fucking Armageddon for some reason. Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck, <laughs> um, Michael Clark Duncan, boss. Just give my boy a head start, boss. Michael Clark Duncan Donuts. Michael Clark Duncan Donuts. Oh, shit. Michael Clark Duncan. Man, you ever seen, like, old footage of, like, Michael Clark Duncan being a... a, 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 I think he was a bodyguard for Puff Daddy or somebody. I think I knew that. Like, he was like, yeah, I'm... I need motherfucking. I don't know what the fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm tired, balls. I'm tired. I'm tired, balls. I just want. But yeah, he for balls. real was like a like security for. Well, yeah, he's a big. He was a big motherfucker. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't no small man. Who do you think would have fought one in a fight between Michael Clark Duncan and Bing Rhames? Ooh. Like what you want to do? I think Ooh. Michael Clark Duncan, honestly. MCD would have took out VR? Yeah, I think so. But VR won, won, no, won no slouch. He would have put up a damn good fight. But I think I think Michael Clark Duncan would have taken it in the end. See, one of my introductions to, like, um, Ving Rhames is Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. And, you know, he's getting... Yeah. He's getting worked on. Yeah. You know, in, in Pulp Fiction. I'm like, oh, dude, like... That's, that's messed up. Like, I would... Even though, like, I know you're going to kill me because, like, I didn't throw the fight and shit. Like, damn it. <laughs> I don't want to see you go through that. Right. Like, what if he did, like... Hey, man, I heard, oh... What's his... What was his name? What does... I heard Marcellus Wallace takes it from behind. Oh man, that's a hell of a blackmail. <laughs> what is that blinking blue light in the field? Those are fairy cops. 
the fairy cops out there? Fairy, while well, the fairies of the field protect the harvest. Is <laughs> that new age scarecrow? Okay, just uh, just a weird blue light out out in the middle of the field. Cool. Yeah. Alrighty. Cause that's never there when I drive through here by myself. Oh really? I never I've never seen that before. It was fancy lightning bugs. It's a real big lightning bug. And he's blue. He's not even green like the rest of them. He was big and blue. What the fuck was that? That'd be a piece of like work equipment or something. I think it is. Yeah. I hope it is. I man, my brain my, my mind goes too quickly to aliens now. There's too much shit going around that's just making me think that aliens are everywhere. The hell, that what was it, Taos County or what, Taos County or whatever I said earlier, put out a Bigfoot warning to the people who were hiking in a certain area. So what does Bigfoot got to do with aliens? That's just weird shit going on. I don't know, just weird shit. And Bigfoot's always been tied to aliens. Well, not always, but... There's always alien alien shit around whenever there's Bigfoot's around. You know they be homies and shit. Who? Bigfoot and aliens? Some of them, yeah. Certain ones. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not my Bigfoot. Not my Bigfoot. Not my America. <laughs> so... So, where's this place at that had this Bigfoot? It's like Ta- uh, Taos Ca- County, uh, New Mexico. I think so. Hold on. Yeah, I believe so. We'll go back. I think I was right on it. We'll go back over here. Like of all the pl- of all the places that you could be, why would you want to be in Taos County, New Mexico? Like, there's something around. Like, oh man, I really like this beautiful desert. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking shit, baby. <laughs> Alright, truck. We're trying to record. Chill know, out. man. Calm down with your beeping ass. Yeah, I told you. Chill, bruh. Uh, here we go. Let's see what it says. Yeah. Taos, Taos, is it Taos or Taos? T-A-O-A-S. T-A-O-S. Taos. Taos, New Mexico. Uh, the county sheriffs have offered safety tips for campers in the area due to Bigfoot warnings. Or, or due to a Bigfoot warning. Uh, my phone won't scroll up, so I can't read hardly anymore, but I can read this part. Um, get the fuck out of the way. There we go. Tips are do's and don'ts if you happen to encounter one. The warning states that the species are coming down from the high county to the Kern River to hunt for fish and vegetation. If you if you happen to see one, here's what they're saying to do. Do. Go about your business. Take photos. Document the event. Don'ts. Do not run toward or away from the Bigfoot. Don't yell at the Bigfoot. And for the love of God, do not try to feed the Bigfoot. I, I added the for love of God part, but come on, guys. Don't feed them jerky, all right? Uh, said the sheriff's office 
also said that the species will not enter an occupied camp or harm people. If an encounter happens, the public has been asked to report it to the closest ranger station. And do what? what then what? What are they going to do? Well, gonna, yeah, well, this the way this reads, it talks about this species of Bigfoot. Like there's multiple species, species, specifics of Big Fi, Bigfoot, Big Feets. There's different phylum. There's different. There's different footies. So. Was it goes kingdom, phylum, uh, was a class, family, species? Yeah, I believe you're right. I don't know the whole breaking down of because there's the animal kingdom. Yeah, and then there goes phylum. Right. Yeah, I, 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 I could be wrong. So it. If well, it you was said something right to me, and we're, I'm not going to take the time to look it up. So to me, you're correct, sir. All right. And uh, we'll call that, you know, biblical. That's or not biblical. That's that's uh, that's the way it is. Uh, anywho, yeah. So they're talking about this shit, like, like they know about different species of Bigfoot, and this species is coming down from a certain area to hunt in the river for food and vegetation. But if another one comes down, hey guys, don't. That's when they shut down that area. And, like, there is no hiking here because it's dangerous. Man, I'm... I'm reading some of the new... Not reading. I've been watching YouTube videos about, <laughs> about the old... Like, like, I'm fucking reading. Be real. Like, be real here. I'm watching old shit about the Old Testament and shit. <laughs> like, like I said earlier, like, when I was talking about the Esau and, like, Jacob... Yeah. I'm telling you, dude. That's why, like... You know, a descendant of... Of, of Abraham or descendant of Isaac is supposed to be the one that, that tossed the devil into the lake of fire and shit. Uh-huh. But like, you got the wrong descendant, man. Like, Jesus is the descendant of Jacob, which is like, he's like a trickster and shit. Like, the real oldest son is Esau, and Esau didn't have any kids. It didn't have a, a whole lineage. Yeah. He sold it over a bowl of stew and shit. Like, oh shit, boy. And then, like, Esau, man, like, he was the one that, he was, like, the one that was, like, a hunter and shit. And, like, right. Man, Jacob just hung out around camp and just made stew and shit. He wasn't the badass. Esau was. And, like, if Esau would have had the lineage, his sons would have defeated the devil and casted him. Cast him where, Lake of Fire, whatever. Like, right. Like he was, he would, they would have been the one to defeat Satan. But since the bloodline isn't right, Jesus is not part of Esau's line, part of Jacob's. I'm telling you, it doesn't work. It doesn't work out that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting into it. Yeah, man. Well, All cause right. like, because when they talk about Jesus shit, uh-huh. even though like Jesus was like son of God. Like, he also had a lineage all the way to, like, King David and, like, like the tribes of Judah. Right. Like, and it, um, all the way to Isaac and then to Abraham. Like, that's, they know their lineage all through those generations and shit. Like, when they say, uh, like, Isaac begat uh, Jacob. Yeah. And Jacob besaw Judah and Judah besaw 
David and David beside Solomon and Solomon beside begat like and he goes like on and on and on and on. That's what what what, what uh, I forgot what uh, a book it just there's a whole book just dedicated to where Jesus came from. Right, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that, man. Yeah. Yeah, the Bible's a trip, dude. It is, it really is. I haven't read it. I haven't read like like me and my mom used to read it book by book. Yeah, and uh, so I've read I've read the whole Bible probably twice, but I mean that was back when I was I was way younger. I haven't retained hardly anything. From but it. like you know, man, I I like the old shit. I like the Old Testament. Yeah, I like when God was. A smite, a wrathful dude, yeah, yeah, wrathful, spiteful God. Yeah, like now he didn't like have kids and shit, and like all of a sudden he's like, ah oh, man, I'm not, I don't, I'm not like that no more, player. Yeah, it's like man, God, you gonna solve? Damn God! <laughs> Ever since you joined the Holy Trinity, <laughs> since you and the Holy Ghost, oh, like I never God. got the Holy Ghost part. Like I understand God. I don't even understand Jesus. Yeah. Like, what is the Holy Ghost and what like? I'm not trying to talk about it as like blas in a blasphemy. Right. But right. I, I never understood the concept of of a, of a the Holy Ghost. The like Holy the, Ghost. Where does like, the ghost come? Yeah, from? It, for the for the Trinity and shit. Right. Like shouldn't it just be the two? Like God, Jesus, Son, and Father. I mean. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's an explanation. I'm sure about yeah. it. If I mean, if I looked it up and did like research, and <laughs> but man, I'm not a theologist. Hey, man, we're driving right now, and, and we're just chilling. So, if you know it, let us know. So, if you want, if you knew that like God, like was in control of the weather, right? And you had to predict the weather for God. You know, like oh, it's going to be, it's going to be raining locusts. Oh yeah. Yeah. Would you be a meteorol meteorologist? Me- not a meteorologist, but meteorotheologist. It's a study of God and wow, oh, man, I, that was a dumb joke. This let's fucking let's throw that let's throw that let's throw that dog turn. I wasted everybody's time talking <laughs> talking trying to set up this stupid joke. And yeah, like when I said it out loud, I was like, that is the dumbest shit. Wait a second. I've said today. Wait a second. Whoa! Whoa! Easy, my Whoa! Guy. Let's calm down. Easy now. Taco Bell gonna be open when yep. we get there. Don't big worry. Girl. Don't worry. Hey, girl, you hungry? <laughs> you know you just turned your brights on to come back into town, right? Oh shit! <laughs> oh, I want that truck. I need a vehicle. Oh man, what a day! It is a crazy day. Here I gotta talk about God again. Yep. But man, I, I'd like the barroom heroes. I'd like to go there for one evening when it's just, you know, that tenth, eight foot or whatever tenth yeah, foot yeah, ring yeah. in there. And I want all. I want several elote corn on the cobs. And I'm eating that shit up. Yep. I just want to go. I just want to go in really, really chonged and order about four elotes. And some puffy tacos and just pig out and have a good fucking time. Man. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. I, I can totally go for that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely make that happen. 
But if you're not doing anything, July, <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> oh, I got you. Are we talking about yeah, the, the July, match? July 22nd. Yeah. And was that Turley? Is that the... I am not sure WFC where. WFC or WAH? Yeah. Is it WAH? I believe it is, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the 22nd. Yeah, hit, hit it up, man. Support support local wrestling. Support you know, any local people doing anything. Yeah, you know yeah. Like? Just support local artists and local athletes in general. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's good talent. It, it really is. It's entertainment. It's, uh, it's fun. And it goes to a worthy cause. You know, Warriors, WAH, Warriors Against Hunger. Yep. I gotta, I gotta quit getting high. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm never gonna stop getting I'm high. I'm not. Who's I? <laughs> just word salad. Word salad. Yes. Yes. I heard another podcast say that this week. What word salad? Word salad. Yeah. I'm like, oh man. Everybody biting our fucking style. Oh, I'm I got. I probably teasing. got. I got that. I'm off, just teasing. So. Yeah, they, I know. Those people never heard us ever. <laughs> oh shit. And if you are hearing us out there, vote, uh, vote for us oh, at OK yeah. Cannabis Awards Music Festival. Dot com. Dot com. And vote for us for best podcast. Hell Cause, yeah. Because if you won't, I mean, who will? Come on. You know you want to. You know you know you want to. Us best podcast two years in a row. Yes. You don't want somebody from out of state winning. No. God, no. You want some real Oklahoma boys to win the best podcast for Oklahoma. That's uh, right. Otherwise, we gotta come for Cali. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. Otherwise, we'll just get rid of the A China Club. Cause <laughs> you sons of bitches ain't voting for me. <laughs> I just need everybody, every one of the A China Club members to vote for come us. Come on, guys, help us out. Yeah. Help us out. Yeah. We're if we're, we're gonna hold a, we're gonna hold the proverbial dong to the ear, and it's gonna fill up. <laughs> it's gonna start filling up pretty quick. Don't make me do it. No, oh, please don't make him do it. Oh, I don't know what dong to the ear. I don't know what that means either. Uh, hey, I got a dong pointing at your nostrils. But it does not and look it's gonna good. Fill it does up, not sound it's going to fill it up. Eesh. Oh, me. my God. Out of the tear ducts. Quack, quack. <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Tear Duck. Quack, quack, quack. Quack, 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 quack. quack, quack. Mr. Ducksworth. Quack, quack, quack. Oh, my God. That means, but it's funny. I don't know either. I'm just... <sighs> yeah. So yeah, go vote. Okay, uh, cannabis music awards festival.com and vote for us for best podcast at okay cannabis awards music festival.com. Okay, cannabis music festival awards.com. I thought it was okay cannabis awards music festival.com. It is okay cannabis awards music festival.com. Or is it okay, ca- okay music where? Nope. Awards. Nope. Okay. Nope. So, okay, Cannabis Awards Music Festival. Dot com. Dot com. Yo. Not dot gov. Not dot gov. Not do, dot not org. Door. Not, not the org. Not dot dork. Not dot dork. But dot com. Dot com. Okay, Cannabis Awards Music Festival dot com. And look for what? 
Best podcast. Dang, look for kids walking look out in the fucking street. <laughs> she had a light. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Oh. <laughs> also, some kids pocketing pocket out. Pocketing out. Pocketing out. Popping out. Peekaboo. <laughs> what was that? that? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, all right. Well, I guess since we're in Ponca. We are in Ponca City. I guess we'll just call call it a call it a night now. Um, shit, we already said keep your dose clean in the last part of it. So if you're listening to this, it's kind of like a bonus. So I guess change them. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Change dokes. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>